<laughs> Do you ever think to yourself, my god, this taxi journey is costing me a fortune and the driver is so unbearably dull? Well, you're in luck, man or woman. Here at Concab, we only hire interesting ex-convicts. You see, using mathematics, we figured out that by only hiring recently released people of the justice system and then paying them less than minimum wage, we could send some of those savings to you. And I know what you're thinking. Isn't being driven by a dangerous criminal putting me and my family at higher risk of violence, rape, or death? Well, that's a very negative attitude to take. Think of it more as exchanging safety for cold, hard cash. Meet Darren. I start fires. Darren is just a human being who was caught up in an altercation with his next-door neighbor. I set fire to his son. But since Darren started working for Concap, he has set fire to almost 48% less people. I also steal things. All our drivers hold actual driving licenses and are actively discouraged to commit offenses whilst you are in the car. If you roll the dice and use our drivers to get you from A to B, you could save a whopping 8% on your fare compared to those normal cab companies. And with only a 25% increase in chance of you being murdered or sexually assaulted. Now these are numbers you can take to the bank. So whether your driver is a thief, a nonce, or a clown rapist, you will have saved yourself cold hard cash on your fare and given your friends a good story to tell. Con cabs. The con stands for convenience. Some stats may have been made up in order to increase sales. Welcome to the Joysticks and Chill podcast, episode 21, the podcast for gamers, by gamers, who like other gamers, unless that gamer happens to punch old people in the face, unless the old person deserves it. My name is Joystick J, and with me today is the mouse they call... His palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms spaghetti, there's spaghetti on his sweater already, mom's spaghetti... Oh yes, Nessie's a natural. Nessie's a natural. I wanna, I wanna change the order in which we're introduced because yours are just getting more and more outrageous each week, <laughs> and I have to follow suit on that. I might just have, to, in fact, no. Keep me there, and I'm just gonna rise to the challenge and start being hilarious when I do my introduction. So watch this space. But good evening, everyone, or good morning, or whatever time it is when you're listening to this. Hello. And hardly down. Hi, how you doing? <laughs> I preemptively um, use this sound clip. Hi, how you doing? To uh, to ruin Dan's entry, uh, his introduction. Sorry. Carry on, Dan. Sorry. I, no, I'm 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 lost now. Allow um, allow me. Hi, how you doing? I just can't get through. <laughs> and that's Dan. Let's talk some story time. What we could do is do an entire podcast of sound bites, and I'll just play the sound bites <laughs> in order, and then that's it. That's job done. Yeah, we wouldn't even need to show up. <laughs> exactly. And then the week after, I could play the same sound bites in a different order, and it would be as if it's a different podcast. 
Anyway, let's talk Genius. some stuff. I could be playing Mass Effect 2 right now. Yes, that too. <laughs> Nezzy, should we start with you? Yeah, I've been away. It's been two weeks for me because obviously we didn't podcast last week and then the week before that I had a shitty toothache. Um, so it's been three what? weeks for you. Yeah, three weeks, yeah. It's been a long time. But what have I been up to? Um, we had, I quickly mentioned that we did have a play date a couple of weeks ago a on Sea of Thieves. Um, so that was me... Heather of Dawn, our very own Dan. SLH was on for a while, but she had a dodgy mic. So she went and our lead pirates, which was um, Maul's Balls, who took us on a great adventure. I mean, we played we played for quite a while, for like three hours or so. Maul's is an experienced Sea of Thieves player, and she took us on quite the adventure, and we got like more treasure than I've ever seen in the game put together so we got lots of loot we played for like three four hours and we had loads of fun so that was a great little play date so it'll be good to do um one of those again so yeah that's it what else have we been up to oh i had um last thursday was my first basketball game back in like a year and although there have been some efforts to be to get well to stay have have some level of fitness during the lockdown. I've basically not achieved that in any way, shape, or form. And I've eaten a lot of food over the past year. I've put some weight on. I've not played basketball for since like, over a year. And um, yes, we had our first game back <laughs> last Thursday. And because like it's obviously in a weird socially distanced way, like you get into like the basketball hall because it's like a place where loads of different teams play. You get in, like, and you play your game and you get straight out, which means, like, before my game actually started, I had, like, about three seconds to, like, shoot a basketball into a hoop. So I had to start a game having, like, played, like, three seconds of basketball in the last year. Um, But we did win our game and I played all right. However, I was just, like, my chest was burning. I was just so, so tired. My basketball is quite like it's quite like a fast game. We only had like one sub, so it was just like forty minutes of just absolute hell. So it's did everyone look like a lava lamp? <laughs> well, what was funny is um like just seeing like the people like from the league because we know each other quite well. Just seeing people like other people that I've not seen in the year, and just seeing like other people who just put like a standard like two three stone on <laughs> like over the last year. <laughs> So there was just like just loads of fat players wobbling about and stuff, and it was just um, it was just so funny. But everyone and we were pretty we were pretty fucked as a team. Um, but I feel like at the end of the first half we were like four points ahead, and then we won the game by like twenty points. So although we were tired, the other team was considerably more tired than us because like they were just absolutely fucked in the second half. But it's nice to be out and just doing normally things. And like, I do love playing basketball and I've always played it. And it's for me, it's like exercise that, um, you know, exercise that isn't really exercise. Like, I just enjoy doing it. So my plan is to, well, to just carry on playing every Thursday. Um, maybe go running once or twice a week along with that. That's like two, three instances of exercise, which is two, three instances more than I have been doing. So, um, yeah, I can try and be a bit more active going forwards um yes that was i quickly mentioned as well because i didn't mention it um i did and this was about probably about four or five weeks ago i played um poker stars vr with the veteran gamers 
Um, and that was that was loads of fun. It's the first time I've played with other people, and that's obviously on the quest. Um, I played with Chinny and Stu and some of the other people that they kind of know for Pokemon. We played for a couple of hours, and it was and it was loads of fun. Um, so I'm definitely up to playing with that with anybody if anybody's on um, anybody's on the quest and wants to play Pokestars VR. Um, yeah, so yeah, just to mention to the guys at Veteran Gamers, yep, I had a really really great time playing them. So thanks for inviting me. Um, my last thing I wanted to mention is also from a quest. And this was something that I did yesterday. Um, is that I got my IPTV working on my Quest Two. So IPTV. Some, I'm not saying I use it to watch films and series, which I've not paid for. That's not what I'm saying at all. But some people might do whatever I might use it for. I got it to work on my Quest Two, which means now I'm a Quest Two. I've got like um, the only slightly annoying thing about it is that like the Quest. Quest TV is like Quest video playing app, and it's a pretty shitty app compared to some of the other ones. Like compared to like, there's one called Big Screen, which is like being well, it's like being sat in a cinema with a big massive screen, and it just feels like you're at the cinema. Um, but like the Quest TV, it's still a big screen, like you know, it's much bigger than anything you know I have outside, um, but it's just not as good as it could be. But um, I've just got. I just basically just side loaded the APK um, for like the app that I use. Um, so that means like just all TV series. All I've got like live TV, like hundreds of live TV channels, and I watch like French ones and stuff as well on there. I've got films, got all Sky Sports and all that stuff on my Quest too. So that was like, I just thought I'd try it yesterday, and I did a bit funny about it and got it to work, and it's just. It's just another reason why my Quest Two is just my favourite, my favourite toy. Well, yeah, but that's it. That's all the little things that I've been up to, game related and such, over the past couple of weeks. But it's definitely nice to be back on the podcast because I've definitely missed it. Dan, yeah, my um, local pub's opened up um, at last, and it's very different. When you used to go in, it was like a traditional old pub, and it had. Like a stuff, stuffed heads above the bar and a stuffed goose and a massive um, deer head. And, you know, it, it was a old-timey pub. Now it's all bluey-grey and it's got RGB lighting. And I don't know if I like it. It's, it's all <laughs> different. <laughs> but it was great to go out and catch up with some friends. So that was good. Um, and the new chairs are really comfortable compared with the old ones that wobbled every time you moved on your chair. They, they weren't so good. It's going to take some getting used to. I haven't been back since. You know, risk, there's, there's strangers in the village. Don't know what they're bringing in. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it, it's nice to have it back, but it feels weird. It doesn't feel like my local anymore. Does the so beer be taste right. the same? Uh, no, because it's all different. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's good to have a pub back. It sounds like it was a shithole, but now it's not, and that upsets you. No, it, it wasn't a shithole. It was just old, you know. It was just a traditional pub, and now it's more like a modern wine bar. Ah, oh, gagging for a pint. Uh. <laughs> John! Right, okay. Oh, oh, just... <laughs> oh. oh yes. Oh. oh, yes. Oh, oh yes. Wow. Um, things definitely heated up in here, didn't they? <laughs> um, yeah, I started doing couch to 5k. Now, 
I completed the couch bit. I'm really good at that. <laughs> it's uh, it's the 5K bit I'd like to work towards. Um, I only started it last week. You do a run um, once uh, every two days. So you do a run for a day, skip a day, and then do another one. At this early stage, you do anyway. Um, and it starts off really, really easy where it's, it's a mixture of walking for 90 seconds at a brisk pace and then you break out into a jog or like a, a short sprint and then you just keep doing that for half an hour basically and then you, once you've done that three times, it builds up to the next level. And yeah, the app's good. The app is free. Um, you go on and it's like a BBC one and you get to choose who you want to um, give you a little bit of advice and say tell you when it's time to start running and when it's time to start walking and they tell you like are oh, you doing really well keep going there was i only had a choice of four voices i chose uh the radio dj uh joe wiley um i didn't recognize the other two voices the two blokes but the the other choice i could have had was sarah millican and yeah oh if I had to listen to her, I'd probably deliberately run into oncoming traffic. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it wasn't her that, that I chose. But, yeah, I've done two of them so far. I'm really lucky. I live next door to an enormous park, um, quite a famous one in some ways because it was a few years ago, going back about five, six years ago now, the Pope visited um, the park that I live right next door to. And it's absolutely enormous. And um, I think he visited that one as well because so many people went there to go and see him that obviously then didn't want to do it in a tiny little park where like people climbing on top of one another and standing on swing sets and stuff. Um, yeah, this one's absolutely enormous. So I just go for a jog across there and I've done it twice. So if I was supposed to do it today, but I was busy getting rejected from more job interviews. So <laughs> I'll be, um, yeah, I will be doing it tomorrow morning. Um, drop Sophia off with her nan and then, I'm going to go and carry on doing Catch 5K. So watch this space, hopefully, by about episode, I don't know, by about episode 30, because it's nine weeks. Um, by about episode 30, hopefully, I'll be able to come on here and when you say, John, what have you done? I'll say, I've just casually ran 5K before I came on. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. But yeah, that, that that's it, really. It's a good start. Gotta start somewhere. It's, it's a start. Have you thought about trying Run Zombies Run? Is that the one where you have the audio clips and they sort of pretend that it's like zombies coming after you and things like that? That would be the one. Yeah, I've heard of it. I, I've completely forgotten about it, to be honest. Um, my wife told me, try the couch to 5K. And I thought, well, it starts with couch and I've got a very good starting point there because I understand that bit. So Solid foundation. <laughs> yeah that bit's nailed <laughs> so so the pope said i want to see the people and he thought i need somewhere big enough yeah he was going to score as well there's only one place that i want to go <laughs> i think it was i think it was more of a case i think it was more of a case of he thought where can i go in birmingham where i won't get attacked and he realised that, you know, big green open space, uh, it should be a little bit safer with no alleyways for the chavs to hide down. 
Uh, my restaurant's open. Nice. Yay. Yay. And I've worked more hours this week than I did in the entirety of January and February. <laughs> is, that, is that a good thing or a bad thing? It, it's both a good thing and a bad thing. Uh, so I'm absolutely twatted. Yeah, but... I've noticed you've been getting on Discord quite late and um, playing Mass Effect. Yeah, so my uh, my regime was to sort of work, uh, do a 12-hour day, uh, have tea around sort of half 11, midnight, fall asleep till probably about 2 o'clock in the morning and then get up and play some Mass Effect for an hour or two and then go back to bed for another six hours and then go back to work. Pretty much exactly what I've done every day. Uh, it's a crazy way to live the day. It is, it is. I've been knackered if I did that. Um, but it's gone really well. It's It's been selling out it's always full it's been full the entire the entire time uh it's yeah the 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 feedback's really positive um i'm really happy with my new found cocktail making skills um i only do five we're we're hoping to introduce a few more as as time goes by but i'm very happy with the ones i've done I posted a few pictures of them on Twitter today, actually. So, yeah, I'm, I've been learning a few new skills as, as well as um, trying to, well, basically run the bar area. But Although this week, the owner wants me to run the restaurant. So he wants me to be able to do everything. So I'm going to be running the pass uh, this coming Friday, which will be fun because I've got to deal with the takeaway orders coming in, plus the hotel food that needs to go out. And uh, apparently it's a bit of a head fuck, but... Um, Hotel food. Hotel food. Is that what I did? I say hotel food. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you did, yeah. Takeaway food and oh. restaurant food. I don't know why I said hotel. Oh, okay. Restaurant <laughs> food. Oh, yeah, brain's not working. A... Uh, but yeah, it's been fun. I've enjoyed it. All the, the, the new staff are really good and uh, they're really friendly. We're going for a, um, a team building day out in Blackpool next week. Um, Night out or day out. Well, the Blackpool Pleasure Beach, and then right, okay. drinks back home is, yeah. is the drinks idea. In Blackpool. Drinks in Blackpool is a, uh, an experience. Yeah, it won't be drinks in Blackpool because we, we don't fancy being raped that day, so we're just going to come <laughs> back home. I hope there's nobody from Blackpool listening, but they probably, they're probably, nod- they they're probably nodding. I've been, I've been out on one night in Blackpool, and it was the most ridiculous night of my entire life. It was just mental. You haven't it got was... to worry about people from Blackpool listing. They'll be out like raping and pillaging people. <laughs> there was there was there was fighting on the night out. There was women doing unspeakable things on dance floors because it was you know Hindus. Just behave that even a, even a drunk Nezi, I was just like that is just <laughs> ridiculous. That is ridiculous behavior, ladies. <laughs> yes, uh, it's certainly. I saw some things on the dance floor done with those candy penises that i never want to think about ever again anyway <laughs> so this, is, this is the first time i've heard of candy penises uh, yeah they do like, you know rock rock candy rock penises they sell in blackpool wow it was women behaving very unladylike <laughs> behaving very unladylike with those things in the club and i was just like what the hell i've just never seen anything like this in my time yeah <laughs> depending on what they look like that might be the only dick they can get <laughs> Well, uh, yeah. greasy fish lips will be all over that shit. <laughs> <laughs> it it would definitely bring you all, <laughs> You would definitely get to know each other and bring you all closer together as a team if you did go out anyway. But maybe you'd know each other a little bit too well if you went out in Blackpool. For the record, Blackpool is a wonderful place. 
until the sun goes down. Dust, dust till dawn. Dust till dawn. Yeah. yeah. Type situation, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's exactly <laughs> like that. <laughs> exactly <laughs> like that, yeah. <laughs> uh, right. Let's ask Dan some shit. Ask Dan a question. He knows everything. He will try asking Dan. Go on, go on the radio and ask Dan. Ask Dan. Ask Dan. Dan! It's time to ask Dan. So we're going to begin with GamerGirl27, which is Kim, who says, Random shit. All right. What's your favourite fruit? What's the square root of 380? Read anything good lately? Okay, I thought we were going to do them one at a time. Um, <laughs> oh, do them all. Now, go. Pineapple. Um, let's see. Uh, good choice. Four, good choice. Five. Very good choice. Um, Cheetah pad to square it with that. Uh, it's going to be about 19 and a half. It's an irrational number, so it goes on forever. So I can't really answer it completely accurately. But yeah. Well, you just can't be bothered. Uh, 19.49 something. <laughs> I, I'm not going further than that. It goes on forever. Uh, literally forever. It's, it's one of those numbers like pi that that keeps on going and uh yeah i've been reading the latest book from nathan lau uh he does a series um actually it's a different series but i started reading him from the trader's tale series i found him on podiobooks.com years ago and um yeah became a fan started reading his books and um they're very good so go check them out if you like space nathan? Lau. Nathan lau lau l-o-w-l-l-e um, is, what is it sci-fi type situation yeah he's got the traders tales series which is about um this guy called ishmael who um uh, for one reason or other he has to leave the planet he's on and the only way he can do that is by signing on a um a haulage a massive hauling sh- haulage ship as part of the crew and it's about his life there's quite a lot of the books and they, they chart from like he's like 18 to you know eventually he becomes a captain and other stuff happens. Spoilers. So they're really good. And uh, the one I'm reading at the moment is called Zyphira's Call. And that's not really sci-fi, but it's set in the same universe. Uh, speaking of dirty Blackpool women, Greasy Fish Lips asks, what's Dan's favourite tipple? Uh, it depends on the mood I'm in. Uh, if, if I've had a surf, then it's a, a, a pint of Lambrow after uh, sitting at... Um, Sitting at the Red Barn in Mullocoon, watching the sun go down. That's really good. That's perfect tipple for post-surf. But I'm really partial to bamboo rum. Uh, so, one of those two. Bamboo rum? Bamboo. B-U-M-B-U. Oh. It's what sailors used to call um, uh, spiced rum back in piratey times. Right. How is it different to a, a, a spiced rum you'd find today? Um, well, it uses a, a, a traditional recipe and uh, ingredients. Uh, it's it's not as strong as something like Morgan spiced rum, but it's delicious. Right? It's so good. I, I drink it neat, um, it, it, it's just perfect. It's really nice. It's only about thirty five percent, but you don't really need a mixer. And, uh, it's not that expensive. Don't get the XO version though in the black bottle. It's not as good as the standard stuff, and the standard stuff's cheaper. SLH asks, what's my favourite tipple? Now, I think she's going to win because I don't know. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I haven't the foggiest. Um, I did think maybe yes. a screwdriver or a Moscow mule. 
Uh, but apparently it's not that. So gin and tonic, I'll go for that. Yeah, I think she looks like a gin lady. I think she just likes sniffing petrol. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a guess. <laughs> so I want to say premium. So I want to say premium unleaded because she's a classy lady. <laughs> Definitely. Am. Yeah, those those aromatic benzene rings are just wonderful. Nezzy, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you might as well ask your question. Yeah, and this um, my question is: Is it cheating to play a Resident Evil game with a walkthrough? That all depends on whether or not you think it's cheating to play Resident Evil game with a walkthrough. I don't think it is, so I wouldn't cast myself as cheating, but you might think differently. Well, this is why this is I don't know. I didn't mean I guess I'll talk about I guess I'll talk about I'll talk about Resident Evil, but I did also ask this. What do you, what well what do you guys think, Jane John? What's your I think it's acceptable. I think most John? of the games you're trying to play for the story and yeah. to get to the story, sometimes you need a little bit of help, and I'm all for that. Good. I asked this on on Discord as well. Um, Greasy Fishlip said, no, it's all about time these days, Nezzy. Gamer Girl also said no, and Markanic said, oh, hell no! <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, getting the, I'm getting the answers that I want, and I guess I'll talk about it a bit when I talk about Resident Evil 7, but that's good to know. That it's not cheating. Sorry you don't win a game. Sorry I don't win a game. Yeah. That's what we were doing the Ask Dan. That's when we first started Ask Dan, there was a chance of winning a game and no one's oh, won right, it okay. yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> Except maybe SLH, she might win because I don't know what her favourite drink is. Well, we didn't put any rules in, so... That's true. That's true. Everything is down to interpretation. Uh, I have one question in the form of an audio clip. Um, okay. What is this in relation to? It's weird. One of his characters is a sniffer dog. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure. I'll give you a clue. I was listening to episode one uh, recently since we have we had a bit of a break. So I thought, I'm going to listen to episode one and see how much we've improved or not. It turns out we've improved a lot. <laughs> episode one is quite rough. So, yeah, I'll play it one more time. It's weird. One of his characters is a sniffer dog. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still- um, what is that in relation to? Uh, I can't remember. I, I think really I can't. know. It's weird. One of his characters is a sniffer dog. Maybe it's got to be Ask John from next week. I think I do know. <laughs> I, I, I'm probably completely off, but I think I know what we were talking about. Go on. Was it to do with a character on The Simpsons? No. Ah, then I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> No, I haven't talked about um, Paradise PD, have I? I don't think so. No, because there's this dog. Well, he's not really. Well, he kind of he sniffs a lot of drugs. So I guess he's a sniffer <laughs> drug. <laughs> dog. Um, You're referring to a fellow podcaster. God, it's weird. It's One of his characters Mark, is a sniffer dog. Oh God, yeah. It's Mark playing GTA RP. Yeah, that's the one. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, I wonder if he's still playing it. I haven't chatted with him for so long. I don't think he is. Um, that's it. That's all we have to ask Dan this week. Uh, so what say you all talk some video game image? Video 
John. Okay, um, so this is going to be a bit of a regular thing over the next sort of um, few shows that we do. Um, and yeah, I've for a, a long time, for a number of years, I have been quietly playing a game um, online, a text-based, old-school, browser-based game, um, because it has a community of incredible people. I know some of them listen to this show. And, yeah, I thought that over the next sort of few weeks, um, I'm going to talk a little bit about the game and how it's changed and where people can go if they want to play it because it's all completely free to play. And um, I'm also going to talk a little bit, because it's such a community-based game, I'm going to talk a little bit about some of the drama and things that's happened in this game. So first of all, um, why, I'm talk- why I've chosen to talk about this now, even though I've been playing it for years, is because they've just released a brand new version of it. So um, originally, this text-based game um it had it sort of mafia themed if you if you like and it's really simple you don't need to download anything it's straight through your browser it's an old school old school school style one easy for me to say and um yeah it's just fantastic because if you've only got a little bit of time or even if you've you've got um a larger chunk of time you you can still get a lot out of it and it's perfect to be playing on your phone when you've got a few minutes or like when you when i'm waiting for my daughter to come out of nursery i'll be sitting there playing a little bit of it and it's just so good um it's called og rpg and i'll i will include a link to it in the show notes because i'd love to get um possibly some of you guys or uh, people listening um involved as well og-rpg.com and um yeah you, you sign up and then it's all obviously like free like i said there are options to buy certain things but it balance the game is so well balanced that um the things that you buy wouldn't sort of catapult you to to the the top of the game if you like and you can sort of the, the aim of the game is is whatever you really want it to be um which i know sounds a little bit wishy-washy but you sort of choose within the game what you want to be so if you want the like the fastest car in the game so that when you race everyone you know you've got the fastest lap and you're the you know you've got the, the the best car or whatever then yeah you you could go down that route you put your stats into the driving skill you buy the best car you upgrade it all the rest of it you've got the best car if you can commit these like crimes as well that you can um there's different crimes you can commit which will give you different things like loot and money and experience and all those good things and the higher le- the level you go the more crimes you can commit um, I'm part of a gang on there where you can um, y- you work together to take down other gangs and to there's like different mini games where you raid their sectors and they raid yours and you have to try and avoid these like uh, mercenary enemies and these landmines and stuff or you'll be out of the mission and it's yeah it's really good and like I say it's super easy to play and at the in the um it is one of those where you get like energy so you wouldn't be able to sit there and play it for like four hours or anything like that you wouldn't need to to be honest i go on 10 minutes and within 10 minutes i've sort of done a few crimes attacked a few other players uh set up like a, a drugs factory and produced a load of drugs which produce even when you, you're not online and yeah it's 
it's a lot to talk about because there's so much to the game and it, and it, and it's so deep. Um, I'm the gang I'm in at the moment is like, um, it's a pretty good gang, but I'm hoping, uh, fairly soon to have enough money to start my own gang, which I've decided I'm going to call joysticks and kill instead of joysticks <laughs> and chill. <laughs> um, and the, the, I know the guy that created this game. I've played I've played online games with him since I was 14 years old and I'm 32 now. Um and I played these types of games with him and he knows his stuff. And in creating this version of his game, he all of his everything he's created has been by listening to the people that play the game. And that's why he's now got a game that that that's perfect and you know there aren't any graphics to this game there aren't many animations it is fairly simplistic on the surface but the community is like it this scratches an itch for me that you i don't get with xbox and playstation and all the rest of it because you genuinely can message anybody in this game and they will not tell you to fuck off they will not tell you that your mom is a hoe they will not shout you down or be a dick. They will just, you just work together. And it's it's just a, or you have like rivalries with other people, but they never turn into just a load of 14-year-olds screaming at each other. It's, it's so good. So like I say, it's brand new. Um, this is the lifetime version. So this round sort of won't end. Um, he's going to do a few more versions like he's done before where, you play across a round and then the highest ranked player wins a prize. I think it was like 70 quid, 80 quid, the last the last one. Um, but this is just a play for as long as you like, sort of old school style tech-based RPG. Um, it's only just started, but um, he's done a really cool thing where if a new player was to jump in, the things that they build up for the first, I think it's four or five days, are all protected so they can't be attacked by other players they can't have their loot items stolen they can't have their weapons stolen or their cars like being drunk driven by other players or anything like that um and yeah it's it's just fantastic he's nailed it with the energy it, it fills up fully about every four hours but you don't need that the, the whole of the energy to do everything you want to do um the yeah it, it's just fantastic a little bit of drama that's gone on in the game so there's a, a, another player that is a, a bit infamous in this game um for uh let's say in the past he's 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 tried to cheat um definitely in the past setting up multiple accounts and pretending to be different people and trying to send <laughs> he's trying to make it look this guy his name's taco love absolutely lovely guy but he tried to uh, pretend to be multiple different people before um and he tried to send his other accounts different things to try and make it look like there was loads of people doing this where it yeah, it was basically just him <laughs> logging in and out of different accounts. <laughs> Don't know how he's got the time. Um, and he signed up to this round with one account. Uh, he's He left it a few days before he signed up. So he could be trying to give people a head start or I, I, I don't know maybe it's because he couldn't register early or, or whatever i'm not sure there's a player who i spent a lot of the last round with really nice guy as well called uh, Kashmir, and uh he has just got it in for this other guy called murd 
Look, really got it in for him. So when you pickpocket another player, you might steal some money from them. You might also steal some drugs from them. And you can raid another player's factory if you want to. So right now, whether or not I'm on the game, my thugs are producing an amount of drugs, but you can just go and raid someone else's. Um, this Kashmir guy has definitely got it in for Murd. So the game's not even launched that long ago, and it takes a long time to build up enough drugs the more thugs you have the more it'll build up but he's already raided over thirty-five thousand drugs from him so he's definitely pissed him up with something um and yeah it's so good there's like at the moment there's only really four gangs and the three main ones one of them's called the worst gang very original name um one of them's called sploosh which sounds like (laughs) another word for clunge (laughs) Um, and We've got a music-based one called Def Jam at the moment, but I'm going to fucking take all of them down when Joysticks and Kill come onto the scene. Um, And, uh, yeah, there's, like, you can do, like I said, sector control missions where um, you get up to four of... uh, No, sorry, at least three three of you or four of you online, and then you can just jump in and take over um, a certain area. So... Um, my like home city is like Tokyo, I think, so, or London. I can't remember. And uh, within that, you can take over different parts of it in your gang. And um, yeah, it's yeah, it's a it's a fantastic game. Just because it, it like I say, it really really uh, hooks you in. In terms of all of the players, I'm currently ranked sixth. Um, so yeah, that's pretty good um, to be sixth. Uh, in sixth place but uh, I am trying to get to first (laughs) I really am trying Um, to get really high up in the ranks you really need to know what you're doing in terms of understanding each of the features that's in the game but it's fantastic Um, and the biggest news that I can tell you about this game is that Neasy does it has just joined (laughs) (laughs) I'm in there (laughs) you have me you had me in drug factory. <laughs> the little ticker across the top just just come up. New player, Neasy does it as joining the game. Um, yeah, I'm signing but, up, but I'm waiting for your referral number so I can put that in. But yeah, it's it's um it's it's really good. Like I say, it's um the the people in the game are fantastic. They are really genuinely great people. Um, and I've known many of them for for years i don't know the real name of the majority of them i have no idea what the majority of them do but we our characters like know each other we know who can be trusted we know who's going to fuck everyone off and annoy everyone (laughs) we know like yeah and it's it's just great and new people are joining up all the time um for a game like this it's still very much in its infancy it's only been it only this version only started nine days ago um and the last version had shitloads of people playing it so yeah i I just wanted to give a i won't always talk this long about it i promise um but other weeks i'm just going to give a little updates on like what's going on um with the drama of the game and so on but yeah that's og hyphen rpg.com and it's it's really good how how do y'all chat to each other? Is it in the Discord? Is that how people communicate? They do it via the Discord. There was a chat channel as well, but it didn't make sense to have that and the Discord. But you can also uh, privately message 
other players and then mm-hmm. when joining a gang that opens um an area uh, with a new set of options where you can just talk to people that are in your gang as well that's cool what um what gang are you in i'm in i could send you an invite to you if you like i'm in the one called death jam with uh with method man actually so he can't be very busy these days <laughs> well death jam is where i want to be looking at them and if method man's in there that's even more reason so yes i mean invite this looks like though it reminds me a bit there's like a game i used to play when i was like in college so this is going back like 20 years um i can't remember what it's called but basically you just had it was like a text-based game and it was just buying drugs of so course like well, that's the one. <laughs> yeah. I used to just play that for so long. Just like buying drugs and then traveling around and selling the drugs um, like, and making a profit off it. And I just used to love that game. And for some reason, this is bringing back those kind of vibes with obviously a lot more complexity. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to get, I signed up already and I'm going to give this a go. Yeah. I used to play like ones like Urban RPG and Torn City. And Torn City is still quite a big one now. But yeah, there's just there's a place for these alongside Xbox and PlayStation and everything. Like I jump on in the morning for a few minutes, and I like I can't sit down in the morning and sit there and play hours and hours of Xbox. But like while I'm getting ready to go out or to go to another job interview and fail at it, um, <laughs> I <laughs> I uh, it's perfect to just jump on and commit a few crimes raid a few people's factories, piss a few people up, uh, work together with, with others. And yeah, fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. But I've talked, I've talked for long enough about this now. We'll move on. Oh, just one thing quickly. What's your referral number? If anyone wants to sign up? Um, it's one, one, nine. I don't know what the referrals do. Um, maybe I get some free shit. I don't know, but it's one, one, nine. If anyone wants to, I'll link it all in the, um, in uh oh yeah hardly dan as usual referral link to join the game um yeah i'll link it all in the show notes and stuff i'm just on the uh on the sign up <laughs> thing yeah just we're just going to play this now it's the end we of the show but <laughs> right, i'm putting by the way there's i've just seen there's like you know, that the instructions for the game and they're, they're quite lengthy so i'll give those read a bit later on so i can understand it and become the best player that there is does it matter which home city you select? It affects where you can build things and it affects which one you can become the mayor of. Um, so you can quite easily, especially this early in the game, before everyone else has had a chance to sign up. Um, it, like Eventually, I'm going to run for the mayor of London and then running for that, you can be corrupt and take money out or you can raise the taxes so you take money off everyone and stuff. So it affects a few things. So if I go to somewhere where you're not, I can't join you? No, you you can join straight across it. Um, yeah, it makes no difference. You can join. It, it doesn't matter what city you're in. You can still talk to each other, fight each other, see each other. I'm in, Mar- I'm in Marseille. It's my hometown. Repping Marseille. I'm the a drug connection. runner. <laughs> I'm a fighter. I'm a fighter from Marseille. Uh, okay, so whilst we're all uh, logging on to that, let's, let's move on because this is going to be... About four hours long. Uh, Nezzy, <laughs> let's move to you. Let me really quick this because it felt like I finished this fucking weeks ago now. But I finished Outriders. Um, great game. Really enjoyed it. Played it on my own the whole way through. It was a good, fun game. 
definitely recommend it. It's finished. Not not done any of the end game stuff, and I'm not really interested in doing any end game stuff. I think the only way that it would be good is if I got like two, three people that I knew, and you could do some levels together because it is a fun game to play. Um, so I would be willing to do that because it would be fun. But like, I'm not going to myself seek to chase loot doing really hard missions just on my own. But yeah, Outriders, it's finished. And I recommend it. So I will just move on to just quickly mention I've been doing a lot of VRing um, over the past two weeks or so. I've just been I've just been feeling less like sitting down and playing stuff, and I've just been enjoying just getting my headset on, clearing some room in the kitchen, and I've been playing some Beat Saber. I've been doing like some of the the 360 ones in Beat Saber, so like where the boxes come at you like all round. So you need quite a bit of room to play it. Um, but I've been like downloading some um, some Queen songs, some um, all sorts of music, and some say do some 360 ones. I'm just loving Beat Saber. But we all know Beat Saber is good. Um, well, so I got a sweat. I got a sweat guard for my um, quest um, because I tried um, I tried one of the boxing demos and I was sweating for about two seconds. So I got a sweat guard and I got um, oh my god I can't remember what the, my 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 memory is so terrible. You have know, look at it. I got like um, I thought you know I want to start doing a bit of exercise on my quest. Um, so I bought one of the boxing games, which I am just stalling so I can look up the name of. It is called The Thrill of the Fight, which is like seven ninety nine, um, which is a really good price. Um, so I got that on the Quest 2. Um, and I used to do a bit of boxing and mixed martial arts back in the day um, and had a few fights. And it's just... And the reviews for this were just everyone was just like, "Oh, this is just such a fun game!" Like I was sore for like three days afterwards, um, and yeah, like it really is like when you put it on, you just in the ring. There's just a guy in front of you <laughs> trying to punch you, and it just feels, it just really feels like you're actually sparring with someone. Um, so like if you push yourself to like throw some good combinations to avoid punches and stuff like, you really feel like you you have like a, a like a good workout and a fight, which is like three two-minute rounds. Like the good thing about this game, which is different to the other boxing game on there, which is the Creed one. The Creed one has um, a stamina meter, but Thrill of the Fight doesn't have that because your stamina meter is essentially just you. So it's just how tired you get. And like you really feel it in the third round, and you really start having to like watch how many punches you throw and stuff. And it's just, it's just a great way to stay fit and just play some computer games without just being sat on my ass all the time. So um, I've been trying to do a couple of sessions of that a week, and just having loads of fun with it. Like it really is a cool, cool game. The only thing that's kind of missing, so it's got like you can you can have you can spar with a sparring partner and then it has like kind of I'd say career mode, but it's not really career mode. It's just like a series of different fighters that get increasingly more difficult. Um it's also got like a speed bag. It's got like one of those dummies that has little lights on it so you have to throw combinations. Um it's got a heavy bag. Um so, so for seven ninety nine, you're just getting a. There's just loads of stuff in there, 
Um, and it really, like, really, really does, really is like a good workout. Like playing that for 20 minutes, like you will seriously burn some calories. Um, like I played it and like afterwards, like my t-shirt, it just piss wet through. It's, um, it's a really, it's a really good game. So I definitely recommend. Oh, yes. Oh, what's happened? See, I can't tell what's actually John. I can't tell sound clip was oh, I was on mute. I was muted. <laughs> that was a sound clip. That was not a sound clip. I did not press a thing. You're just collating and just a weird collection of Johns <laughs> moaning. They're only going to build up. <laughs> and have a, a folder just... full of John's sex noises. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh. So, um... So, yeah. For the fight, it's a great game. My Oculus Quests... I love watching films on it. I love, I've been watching like a few of the little, like on the Oculus TV, there's like little short films you can watch and like animation films. And there's just loads of cool stuff on there. And it's just, it just feels nice to just put it on and be somewhere else, whether that be in a boxing fight or whether that be watching a video or I went, I did like a Texas jail experience where like it just, takes you like into that the texas jail system like starting in the um in the courthouse then you get booked in and then you go to the prisons and there's like prisoners talking to you about what it's like and stuff and it's just there's just loads of cool stuff like that so i'll just be get chucked into solitary at all because that would be a really dull experience (laughs) (laughs) 24 hours in solitary so you've got to sit in the corner (laughs) you throw a ball against the wall and catch it again in vr (laughs) cool lives that's you know what? I'm surprised. Why doesn't the Cube, you know, the TV program, the Cube, where they have those little challenges, why does that not have a VR game? It just seems like that would be the perfect game to play, and you could take it in turns and try and do challenges. So that's your oh, VRing, anyway. That's the VRing. Yeah, great, great, great fun. Great, great fun. Dan. Yes. Um, should we both talk about the same game? At yes, the same time. yes. You lead, I'll follow. Yeah, well, we've both been playing Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Yeah, we have. Um, um, it's, but if anyone that hasn't like, read anything about it or doesn't know anything about it, apart from the fact that it's Mass Effect, it's basically they wanted a uh, history of Mass Effect. Basically, uh, it's Mass Effect tweaked a bit, looks better, um, but it's still warts and all. So there are still some issues. Indeed. Not that I've found any. Really? Oh no, I got stuck. But that's in the next game I'm talking about. That's oh, good, isn't it? <laughs> it's a good game. It's so smooth. the 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 loading is so quick. I mean, it it, it must shave off a good five or six hours just on load time alone <laughs> completing this yeah, game. Yeah. You know. And I uh, I don't know about you. I didn't skip any of the lift. No, um, no, it. you just can't because it's so charming. You hear these conversations between the characters or you hear an announcement over the uh, the announcer, like a news news coverage of something you've just done or you know some kind of uh, gang you've just um, unearthed or, or whatever. It's just, oh, yeah, happy memories from 2007. Yeah, definitely. Uh, thoroughly enjoying it. The, um, the gunplay still feels very like Mass Effect rather than Mass Effect 2 or 3. Uh, which I think is a good thing. You know, it's how the game was, and um, you definitely get better with sniper rifles as you level up sniper rifles. Graphically, uh, it's not—it's not like an incre- It's not like you've downloaded a load of mods and you know changed the lighting and added you know new textures and things. It still looks quite old. It—it it kind of looks how you remember it because you never remember it looking as 
bad as it did. If you were to play the original Mass Effect now, you'd be like, God, I don't remember it looking this shit. So yeah, it, it's it's a nice um, uh, sympathetic update. It, it it hasn't really ruined the game or changed it too much, to, so it's unrecognizable. It 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 still shows its age, um, but it just oh, I love it so much. I really do. Yeah, I remember playing the original game, two thousand seven, and just and just thinking, wow, this this looks amazing, like graphic yeah. graphically, and it's just stunning to see all these vistas and things. And yeah, you're right. If if you used to go back to the two thousand seven version and compare them, you'd be like, oh my god. But, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's just yeah, in my eyes, my eyes, it burns. It's I mean, it's the same of everything. It's the same when I went back to Goldeneye and tried to play that again. It's the same when you go back to Metal Gear Solid on a PlayStation One. It's just, Do you know the only game that always looks the same in your memory is in real life? Mario, Pac-Man. Oh, Pac-Man, yeah, true. <laughs> But Mario, Mario holds up very well, actually, as well. Yeah, it's got some lovely shading in it, you know, the, 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 yeah. the colours, it's really nice. Uh, but yeah, Mass- I, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I, I'm glad I, I, I've spent too much money this month on bike bits and computer games, and I'm a little bit short, but I'm glad I'm a little bit short because I'm happy playing this game. It's, it's I've put 30 hours in already. Well, for 40 hours now, so, yeah. It's a lot of game there for 50 quid. I mean, you've got free monster games really i mean not monster in the terms of what uh, uh assassin's creed games are like now or, no. i mean andromeda is a good 70 80 90 hour game uh, yeah, as well and it's not finished it's, it. it's, it's it's about half the size of that but still it's it's still a great story um exploring is is really rewarding some of the uh, the side missions are very samey and some of the locations that you're sent to um, say you have to go on, onto a planet and, and go into this facility. The facilities are very uh, cut and paste. Yeah, definitely. Sometimes there'll be some more boxes or <laughs> yes. a door won't open. Yeah, um, exactly yeah. the same layout, but some boxes will be rearranged slightly. That's it. That's yeah. the only difference. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's surprising how quickly you can actually get through that game if you don't do all of the side missions. If you do like the bare minimum, you could probably complete it in like eight hours. I yeah, reckon. no, true. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's true there's a lot of um it would be a waste of those eight hours because you'd be missing out on so much development character development and uh, yeah it's, it's yes and the, the down the, the uh, all the add-ons yeah. as well which you get uh, with the legacy edition of course yeah only one for the first mass effect though the, the um you, you get the uh, the one you did um, bring down the sky yeah the the, the other um DLC for Mass Effect isn't included, which means you can't go to Shepard's apartment and you can't do the um, the, the, the like uh, assaults training place. I can't remember. It's, it's a space station. It was called Pinnacle Station. That was it. Pinnacle. Um, yeah, I remember that vaguely. Yeah, so there's um, three assignments and two locations that you can't go to. Um, oh, weird. Yeah, it was um, basically they... It was a different company that, that actually made the Pinnacle Station DLC, and when they contacted them and tried to get them to send over the data, everything came over and it was corrupted and useless. Oh, so fuck. it basically means they'd have to remake it from scratch. So that's, that's why it's not there. Yeah, it's a good explanation yeah. as to why it's not there. You know, that's, that's, that's fair enough. It's just yeah, they, they were at, they, there was a guy in an interview uh, saying that they're absolutely heartbroken that he couldn't include it. So you never know; it might turn up in the future. Still, there's Probably enough not. stuff there to do anyway, so it's not Yeah, there's major. like, over all three games, it's like 40 pieces of DLC, so... The DLC got better with every game, 
I mm. felt. Yeah, definitely. So you've got the, the Shadow Broker stuff in number two, and you've got the... Yeah. Um, number three has just got this really great sort of closure well, two, type of things. In two, you've got uh, Cerberus Network, normally Crash Site, Zaid, the Prince of Revenge, Cerberus Weapon and Armor, Art Project, Firewalker Pack, uh, an Appearance Pack. Uh, I don't know if that's included. Um, Kasumi Stole the Memory, Overlord, uh, a few other packs, Lair of the Shadow Broker, and the Mass Effect Genesis comic, that was DLC. Oh, and Arrival, which gives you another temporary squad mate and a few other things. So yeah, there was a lot of stuff for Mass Effect 2 and even more for Mass Effect 3. Is Arrival the one where you get a Prothean as a, um, uh, as a teammate? Quite possibly. Or does he, do you get him anyway? Uh, Arrival, you get... I don't know. It doesn't say on this part, on this. Uh, anyway, we'll find out when we get to them. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's a, there's a whole heap of stuff for your 50 quid. I didn't even pay 50 quid because I got it from Green Man Gaming. It was like 45 quid, I think. So, yeah, well worth the money. Yeah, I think um, mine was about 45 as well. Uh, absolutely loving it. It's, you know, a, a weird thing. I was watching Designated Survivor whilst playing Mass Effect and the first two series, well, the first series in particular, well, no, the second series, it's got very Mass Effect-like music in it. So, <laughs> hang on, is this the music? And, and then, because um, uh, it's got uh, Kiefer Sutherland in it, he started, I was watching it and he started morphing into, I was very tired, he started morphing into Garrus. <laughs> now, if they ever make a movie, perhaps they should have him as Garrus. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Where are you guys up to on your journey through it? Which one are you on? So I, I'm, well, I'm up to Ferros. So I, I'm 20 hours in now. Uh, the first one. Into the first one. Yeah, I've, I've finished the first one. And um, probably about five, six hours into the second one, uh, which I might as well talk about now as well. Um, it's brilliant. <laughs> I'm loving it. <laughs> I, I prefer the Citadel in the first game than the second game, but um, the Normandy is so much better. I've got a fish tank. Oh, the fish tank, yeah. Yeah. God. It's a shame you can't get many fish. Uh, at least you get loads more in three. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to remembering everything. all these little details that I've forgotten, like the fish tank, yeah. for one. Just just coming across all these little things and going, oh, yeah, I remember that. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, just like if you have a romance in the first one, when you import your save over, there's a photo of whoever you, rem- you had your relationship with on your desk. And then, oh, really? and then if you have a relationship with someone else from then on that photo's face down on the desk. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Liara, um, when you pick her up, she doesn't, she's not particularly happy if you, uh, if you pick her up after dealing with her mum and Ferros and then, then you pick her up last. She's, she's just like, well, not apoplexy, but she can't believe that you... You've dealt with a mum without her and, and stuff like that. It's quite funny. In the well, first, in the first game, who did you have relations with? Uh, Liara. Liara. Are you femshep? Uh, yes. Male shep. Femshep. Yeah. Uh, standard face. Uh, looks a bit like Sophie Ellis Baxter. Um, <laughs> same kind of nice square face, angular face. Looks much better in the second one. And actually, the looking at some of the builds people have done in the second one, and yeah, the, the, everything looks better. Faces look so much better, but some of the lip animations are still a bit weird. And and teeth, they they look like a flat texture rather than like three dimensional objects. But you know, it, it's of its time. Still loving it. Two thousand ten was it or nine nine oh, ten? God, I can't remember. 
late January 2010. And number three like was that. 2012? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Let's have a look. I think it was 2012. How do they handle the alternate ending? I can't... Can you just can you can you still play the old? Because they changed the ending of three, didn't they? From what it yeah, was, it's, I don't know. I haven't got to there yet. It's added as standard. The uh, the uncut version or the, the extended version is the standard ending. Okay, All right, okay. and it's the better ending, so that's that's good. I've only played the original ending. The original so, ending is very. Uh, yeah, it was. You know, like, uh, uh, that happened. Yeah, it was just very brief, and it's like, oh, and we're done. Yeah. Thanks for playing. Bye. <laughs> the new ending is they add a bit more closure to each uh, person's journey, and it's it's just much better, much well. Uh, it's it's uh, more well-rounded, is what it is. Yeah, but hopefully by this time next week, I might have started the third one. <sighs> so yeah, Mass Effect: Legendary Edition. It's as good as you remember it being. Well worth it if you, if you if even if you're not a massive fan of Mass Effect, you just enjoyed playing them the first time. Right, you you should probably check it out. It's it's well worth playing. I was playing Far Cry Four, and I'm like in the middle of Far Cry Four, and then this came out, and I was like, straight onto Mass Effect. Yeah, so that that's Mass Effect Legendary Edition. It's great. You should buy it. It's amazing. John, back to you. Um, I was just listening to um, what you were saying about Mass Effect and uh, yeah, I really, really just want to jump in and um, play it as well, to be honest. Um, Yeah, sounds absolutely fantastic. Um, So other than um, lots and lots of OG RPG, I started, played and finished Gears of War 4. Um, The story is just stupid the story is so stupid um i didn't pay attention i tried so hard to get into it in the beginning and then i just stopped paying attention um dan and i had a really nice chat actually on the discord which kept me going for part of kids or uh the one morning um or day and uh yeah it's like right this is the whole this is the whole of the campaign are you ready for this this is the whole of the campaign we need to oh no there's some monsters we need to go and kill them oh no they've taken one of our team members right let's go and kill them ah they got away maybe they're hiding our team members somewhere else oh no here they are no they're not they're gone again let's keep doing that for the whole game (laughs) until we get to the end and we find them and they're probably dead because let's face it, they've been taken by these monsters like ages and ages and ages ago at this point. Um, and every section of the game is fight your way through, just about make it. Yeah, fight your way through another area, just about make it, fight your way through. And the characters keep saying as they're moving along, they keep saying, Oh, we've got to get to the next section, we've got to get to the area quick, quick, quick. And it's just trying to rush you along the whole time and the pace the pace it's kind of like a shit scooby-doo episode well Uh. yeah (laughs) yeah at least the scooby-doo episode had like a big reveal at the end when they showed those pesky kids and you know there was a a reveal this this was just like and the the points where i'm going to spoil it it's been out ages the points where like um there was supposed to be a big reveal weren't that big because they were like 
really obvious. Like they kept mentioning, oh, I've got to go and help this. I'm going to get help from this person. Oh, who lives in this house? And I'm sitting there and literally out loud, I said to myself, well, it's obviously bloody Marcus Phoenix. Like he's <laughs> obviously going to be sat in there, isn't he? And this will turn out to be like his nephew or his son or some shit like that. Anyway, it turned out to be his son that was, you know, the, one of the characters you play as. And then Marcus is there. And then a little bit later on through the game, I thought, well, okay, Marcus is here. They're going to introduce the other, the other people from the other Gears of Wars at some point. And they tried to build it up a bit. They were like, oh, we're going to go and get help from dad's friend. And, oh, where is he? And who is this person? And I'm thinking, well, it's fucking obvious who it is really at this point. And, yeah, it was. Cole's in it. Um, and, yeah, I, I really love Gears of War 1, Gears of War 2, Gears of War 3. Judgment was okay. But Gears of War 4... I don't know. It didn't do it for me. It didn't. They reused the same things over and over again. You'd get to a section and then there'd be like a solar storm, um, which the first time you see that is really cool. You can shoot the scenery and it like flies into the enemies, takes them out and stuff. Once you've done that like seven or eight times, that's not fun anymore. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I I, I did. Yeah. I wasn't a fan of this one, but um, I am going to start Gears of War 5. It hasn't put me off enough not to do Gears of War 5. So if anyone wants to play Gears of War 5, campaign or horde mode, um, add me on Xbox or let me know. We'll find me on Xbox and we'll play it. You've had a bit of a poor um, run, haven't you, really, with um, <laughs> Assassin's Creed uh, Unity and then this? Yeah, I need to find a good game. I need to find one because, it, I mean, it's not like that. there's not enough good games out there. I've got Game Pass. <laughs> yeah, don't play Crackdown 3. I love Crackdown 3. <laughs> I played it and completed it, and I was... It, was, it wasn't it was nowhere near as good as Crackdown 1, but it was fun. Like, there's just... You're always doing something. You get it done. You can go to the next thing, get that done. I quite liked it. It was yeah, I agree. a fun game. Yeah, Fuck but don't you, play Dan. It, though. <laughs> <laughs> There's better things to play. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Mass Effect. Everyone should be playing that. Uh, right, okay. Thank you, John. Let's move straight on to Nezzy. I'm, I'm feeling now that Gears of War people have really missed an opportunity that if you could have, like, the Scooby-Doo gang instead of, like, the four <laughs> skins. Because there's a few skins in there, like Batista and stuff, it would be fucking ace if you could play as the, as the gang from Scooby-Doo. <laughs> right, I'd anyway. play that. I'd definitely yeah. play that. that that's yeah, what they need to do to get me back interested in this game. Okay, we need to make a mod. Um, <laughs> so, uh, who... who which character do we replace with Shaggy? I mean, any of them. They're all pretty pretty forgettable. <laughs> yeah, fuck all of them off and just stick the, the gang in. Doesn't matter who replaces him. Yeah, just four character, four versions of Shaggy would still be better than bland-ass characters in this game. They are just like, you've got like the, the, the one that's supposed to be like the edgy, like emo-looking one. Nothing against emos at all. My Chemical Romance are an incredible band, but this, like, <laughs> this just, it just, oh, it was just, the characters were just doing my head in. I mean, at one point, it even tries to reference how fucking dumb the dialogue is, but all you do in referencing how dumb the dialogue is is make the dialogue more dumb. Like, <laughs> 
it doesn't make it sound any better. Like the um, Marcus Phoenix's son, whatever his name is, Dildo Phoenix. I don't know. I can't remember what his name was. He kept saying at the end of every fight, he would say, "Oh, it's all clear." It's all clear. And then at one point, one of the other characters says, oh, you always say that it's all clear. And they just have the, the dialogue, the, the way they speak to each other. It's not quite often. It's not anything like humans. would. Act. It's not any way that humans communicate. Uh, it felt like at times they were having like completely different conversations to one another. Um, like the voice actors were all just phoning it in. None of them were in the same room. But um, the shaggy idea, that sounds good. <laughs> I find the, the best way of playing Gears of War games now is playing it co-op. Like, because we've, we've seen it and done it all. I'm munted. Yeah, absolutely munted. But then you can play it. Either oh, absolutely yeah. arsehole or high <laughs> as a fucking kite. Either way. <laughs> I've not tried that, but I will try it 100%. <laughs> Yeah, when you play like on the harder difficulty modes of like somebody else, it's where the game has become really fun again. Um, so yeah, I'm up for playing some Gears Five with you. Um, yes, you play it, like put up the difficulty level and just hammer it. It's loads of fun. Uh, anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. Um, I have been playing this week No Man's Sky. So my brief history of No Man's Sky: I bought it on the PS4, pre-ordered it. At midnight, when it became available, I stayed up to play it. I played it for about two weeks, just non-stop when it first came out, and then just never played it again. And then I have since, well, not never played it again, didn't play it for a very, very long time. But as I'm sure everyone's heard, this is a game that has just released huge, huge, huge updates. Like, that, they do, like, probably about three or four, they've done about three or four a year, like, real big game-changing updates that have all been free. So I have tried over the past few years to kind of, like, get back into it. But the issue I've found is that, obviously, I don't, I'm not a man who has hours and hours and hours. Um, so there's, I've probably tried it, started it, like, three, four times um, but I found I never got to any of like the new content that they build because it takes a while to get started in the game. Um, so I, I had like a couple of saves where I'd started, but I still didn't really have like any like the big, the capital ships that they had, or I wasn't doing any like of the. I didn't do too much traveling and stuff just because I didn't have enough time to spend in the game to acquire stuff to sell to make money to buy ships and all that. But they have released, um, and I'm not sure when it came out, a um, like just a, a new um, update called Expeditions Update. So the idea behind Expeditions is to give, and what attracted me to it is that it gives like a bit of direction in the game. Um, so you're not just one person alone in a big fuck off universe, not really knowing what to do. So the idea of um, the idea of expeditions is that everyone starts. It's like a multiplayer thing, so everyone is in kind of the same universe, and it starts from a fixed point in the universe. Um, and then there's like different milestones and different things that you have to do. Um, and as you do them, you get like badges and rewards. So it's split like into um, five phases. Um, each phase like a ron has got like a rendezvous point in the galaxy, and it's the same rendezvous point for everyone. So, like when you 
going through this. You do see other people. Um, and it's the first time I've played No Man's Sky in its multiplayer element. So it's the first time that I've seen like other people. So you like you'll be on planet and you can see like other people's bases and you'll see like you'll see other people on there and other people's ships flying about. So that kind of gives guess one of the elements which was missing a long time ago when I first played it was this idea that you'd be in the universe of other people, which never quite really materialised. And then I think they had like a bit of a midpoint where you'd see people as like a floating orb, but you couldn't mm. actually interact with them. Um, but in this, there's people there. Um, so yeah, so like the things, you have, the little kind of milestones, so for example, like when you start off, um, like the first milestone is to like reach your starship. Like you start on a planet and your starship is quite a way away and you have to go and find your starship. And then it's like things like, you know, getting off the planet, um, establishing a base, like buying a capital ship, doing a certain amount of exploring. So it makes you do like... What I've liked about it is that it makes you touch on all of the different aspects of the game that have been introduced over the... Um, over the years and it rewards you quite well for doing those things so like the initial problem that i had where i just felt like i was just walking around a planet trying to get you know whatever material just so i can get some jet fuel but then not really knowing where to go so then i'm just kind of aimlessly traveling about but always having to find fuel and stuff and i just wasn't really making any progress but because this gives you direction like it tells you to like you know this is what you've got to do and then when you do it you get rewards you get re- rewarded things like um additional space in your inventory like whether it be your exosuit inventory or additional spaces in your um, ship inventory or you get like upgrades to your ship or upgrades to your suit so these are things that for me in the past, I never really come across because I mean I hadn't played it for long enough or I just didn't know where to find those things from. Um so I'm like on I've played it over this week. Um I've probably done about five, six hours or so on it this week. I really enjoyed it. I've like completed phase one. I'm now in phase two, so moved on to like I've got like a big capital ship, which I've never had before. So I've got like a big huge ship that I can go and land my starship in. Um and you can do things like launch expeditions from that ship where you send off you can put a fleet together and then send ships from that fleet on expeditions and things so again these are things that i've never really experienced before but this expedition things like gets you like to dabble in them so um yes i've got capital ship i've got one ship in the fleet that i can send out to do things i've got i've got a few upgrades i've got like a bit of money and um what happens at the end of this expeditions when you get to like the final phase um all the stuff that you've got and like the money that you've save and the ships that you've got it just turns like back into the no man's sky normal mode so you can save all that you can all that stuff that you've gathered during the expeditions you can then carry on with it so um so for me it's been like a really nice pathway into um back into no man's sky without having to just spend hours and hours watching youtube videos on like you know what i should do next and where i should do next um and it has changed it feels like if it, I don't know whether this is because I've been playing Elite Dangerous since I last played No Man's Sky, but it feels it's like it feels like a, a teenage um, Elite Dangerous. Like there's lots of similarities in in it now, and like the way that the ship looks and the way that the map looks and stuff. It just doesn't have the scale of mm. Elite Dangerous and feel and things like it feels like a, a toyish version of 
um, elite dangerous in the ships and stuff. Um, but, you know, there's advantages to No Man's Sky and the fact, you know, like it's just, and I'm playing it on the Series X, so low times aren't a thing. Um, so just flying in the universe and like going from you, flying straight from your ship out through some an asteroid field down onto a planet to lift off again to head to another planet with just no loading screens and no nothing it's just it's it's just so so cool um so yeah my plan is to carry on going through the last the the last two and a half phases that i've got or four three and a half phases of the expeditions um and yeah so you know if you if you're a person that's undenied about no man's sky or you've played it in the past and you've not found you've not found that it's gripped you that bearing in mind that all these um these updates that they're doing expeditions is all free like it's well worth going back onto it and starting and starting a new save on the expeditions and there's there's loads there's loads of fun to be had and it looks great the the planets look amazing now um again on the series x there was like um a new generation update which gives like more more just more life onto the planets they just look they just look cool and like the few planets i've been on and stuff it is actually quite a bit fun like exploring them now and seeing like the different animals um and like digging into the caves and seeing like it's it's just it's, it's just such an impressive game the fact that you can like go on these planets and you can just like terraform them or like dig down and there's just stuff everywhere it's just um it's just it is an incredible game like what they've done with it over the past few years is really really impressive um so i definitely recommend it to anyone um and I'd, the plan is to keep on playing it over the next few weeks i played it a few years ago before all these new yeah. updates and things i quite enjoyed it then I mean, it was just nice yeah. just going from planet to planet and building your, your base up and and uh, just mining for resources and just trying to build the next uh, thing that propels you to the next galaxy or whatever the hell it is you were supposed to do. Um, can you play this on VR? Isn't there a VR version? There is, but um, I think it's like a PC thing. I don't know if you can do it on the PSVR. I'm not sure, but um, I don't have a gaming PC, so I can't. But yeah, there is a VR version of it, yeah. Uh. And that would be good. I've just uh, reinstalled it today because they've added new DLC. I uh, want well, new content, even. Uh, you can get the Normandy in, in it now. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Um, so uh, you can't fly think... it. You have it as part of your fleet. And you can send it off to go and do stuff. Oh. I, th- I think you get that as a reward on the expeditions, don't you? I'm yeah, sure you have you to complete the beachhead mission, I think it's called. Um, you've got until the 31st of this month, so... Um, that is, if you're listening to this in the past, uh, that is May uh, 2021. So if you're listening to it in June, you're, you're too late. Sorry. Um, so with this, if I if I really wanted to get into one of these, which other than, um, yeah, with what's happened with Gears of War and Assassin's Creed, I need to do something. So if I was to play one of these, would you recommend Elite Dangerous which I've only ever played about probably about 30 minutes of, or would you recommend I go back and try No Man's Sky? Because it sounds like I have a very, I had a very, very similar um, beginning to No Man's Sky that you had as well, Nessie, because um, I bought it the day it came out, played it for a little bit. Remember those weird floaty orb things? And then 
I never really went back to it. So would you recommend that I put some time into Elite Dangerous or would you recommend that I put some time into No Man's Sky? I would recommend that you do this expeditions thing on No Man's Sky. And if that gets you the space bug, then move on to Elite Dangerous. Okay. Uh, that would be, I don't know what Dan's uh, yeah. recommendation is. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it depends. If you're really into space, then Elite Dangerous, but yeah. Uh, Mass Effect. Well, yeah, Mass Effect's pretty good as well, but it's a different genre. Yeah. Playing this has made me excited to get back on Elite Dangerous again, and I think the way I play Elite Dangerous is I just have a couple of weeks where I've just got a bit of a, an idea of something that I want to do, and I get it done, and then I take a break from it. And then so playing this is like, oh, I can't wait to get on Elite Dangerous, and I start planning in my mind like kind of the next things that I want to do. But yeah, I'd recommend this first because it's just a bit of a easier step into space travel. Okay. No Man Sky. Dan? Uh, yeah, um, played it a little bit more um, with my LG 351B, and uh, I've really been getting back into Road Rash, so I've been playing a load <laughs> of that recently. Um, and Road Rash 2, and Road Rash 3. Road Rash 3 looks worse than Road Rash 2. <laughs> yeah, I'm having great fun just riding a bike and hitting people. It's great fun. But yeah, a few other retro bits and pieces, um, but yeah, mainly... Mainly road rash and vertical shooters, like uh, 1942. I mm. loved those games as a kid. Are you playing on your fancy little machine still? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I love that thing. Bloody brilliant. I'm tempted to modify it slightly. Uh, there's a better battery I can get to put in it. And I've got a weird idea that might work. I, I want to see if I can make some wooden buttons, like a wooden D-pad and, and wooden buttons so it... I, I just thought that might look quite good. You're going to make them from a rich mahogany? No, I'll probably just use pine and then stain it. Okay. You're going to get a PS5 and do that uh, video that <laughs> tried that, that, that thing that the video did. That that is pretty cool, but I wouldn't wait. I, I would wait until uh, the warranty had gone on it if I could actually afford and find a PS5 <laughs> um, rather than. Uh, if you don't know, I shared a video in Discord. Um, from DIY Perks, he's done two great videos. The one I shared was uh, he he basically took apart a PS5 and made a wooden carbon fibre chassis for it rather than the weird shaped thing because uh, it doesn't work very well on its side with those weird curves. But yeah, go check out DIY Perks, great YouTube channel. I'd I'd love to have the skill to be able to do this. Well, or, actually, I'd love to have the tools he has access to, let alone let alone the skills, because then I could, you know get the skills because I'd be able to use those tools but, yeah. so well, I, I, I don't even know what the thing's called the M4-2A-B the, the RG351V I was close yeah by Anne Benick. right well uh, that is about it for everything we've been playing so let's move on to the Metacritic quiz <laughs> Right, who's going to go first? Any volunteers? Yeah, go on then. 
Okay. Where have I put it? Blank may not be as enthralling as the Nelly Furtado song, but it'll certainly make you work hard and make you want all her love because the game's snarky personality does make you want to continue playing all the same. I'd personally wait until it goes on sale, but whenever you do purchase Blank, I'm certain you will have a whale of a time. Is it Maneater? It is indeed. No! It's the remix. Can I? Can I? Do you want me to sing Nelly Furtado's Man Eater? Because it's in my head now. Wow, we yeah. Is, is I'll be. I'll be. Box you the background. <laughs> She's a man eater. Make you want more. Make you work more. That's all I know. They're going to be going over and over in my head for like the next 12 hours. Now. That was beautiful. Uh, who got that? John. I did. Well done, John. Uh, can someone put the score in because I'm hot key to fuck. I've already fucked all this up. <laughs> Who's doing it? Uh, John. John's go. Johnny. Yeah. Right, okay, uh, sorry. Um, okay, so. Oh dear. The video games industry has seen many a gameless ripoff in its time, but Blank Blank is the biggest tribute. I'm doing that air thing with my finger. Um, to a game I've ever seen in a long time. Make no mistake, this is GTA, right down to its wheel nuts. Saints Row! Yeah. I need more than that. Thanks for two. Thanks for the third. Yeah, Jay. Thanks. Jay got it. Hey. Thanks for two is the best one. Yes, hundred percent it is. I almost bought that on Steam, and then the, I, I thought back to what Dan said. It was like the worst port on the PC ever. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't buy it in the end. It was like two quid. Is it not I mean, worth two could, quid? You could try it. Try it and tell me what you think next week. No, I'm playing Mass Effect. It's fine. <laughs> uh, okay, mine. Here we go. Da, 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 da. This game is Tim Burton's Batman. This game is Da Vinci's Mona Lisa. This game is Tim Schafer's magnum opus. The King of Adventure Games. There is a remastered version out now, in case you missed the first one. The Curse of Monkey Island. Nope. Secret of Monkey Island. Nope. Uh, Dare the Tentacle. Nope. Uh, Bull Throttle. Nope. Carry on with the clues. (laughs) A very entertaining game. If you can get it to work, that is. There is a hyper-threading, whatever that means, issue reported by some multi... Psychonauts. This uh, this one sounds really boring. Let me move on to another one. Um, 12 years old and I still enjoy playing this game. Probably one of the best LucasArts games of all time. A sequel would be legendary. A definite must for any PC gamer. Nice to the old Republic? It's come out on the consoles as well. It's not that, no. No. Uh, Simply one of the best adventure titles out there. Is it Uh, Grim Fandango? Yes! Uh, Yeah. Correct. Nice one, John. Well done. Thanks. It is indeed. Another 10 points to John. Can someone add me 10 points as well there? 
isn't it? Right. John's just snapping up all these points. Um, Nezzy. Yeah, Nezzy is the only person who's not been yet. Yes, so here goes. I wish I could give it an even lower score. Broken, glitchy, extremely technical, and completely impossible to play. Played for hours and never did anything but float around aimlessly in silence. It felt like punishment. I literally created an account here just to leave this review because unless you're obsessed with flight simulators no and want sky. to spend months... Nope. I want to spend months honing a new skill just to play a boring video game. Elite right. Dangerous. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> I, just, I just love that played for hours and never did anything but float around aimlessly in silence. <laughs> well, yeah, that's Elite. <laughs> Awesome! Look at you! Look at you getting them right, Jay! Look at me! They're they're the only two uh, points I'm going to get for this entire (laughs) round. So we're in round three, if anyone doesn't know. Uh, uh, The the last round ended with uh, John's victory of 104.4. I didn't do so well. Um, Yes, so round three. Me and John on 20 points. Dan and Nezzy are yet to score. Wah, 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 wah. It'll be round four next week, so then you finish joint first. We did what? <laughs> well, we'll start round four next week, and then you can finish joint first. I, I'm happy with that. That will do me. <laughs> Let's move on to the music quiz. It's time for the music quiz. And the music quiz this week has been nothing to do with me. It's all John. So would you like to introduce it? Um, Yeah, here's the music quiz. (laughs) I couldn't have done that better myself. Uh, Right, okay. So number one is this one. That's Beverly Hills Cop. It is Beverly Hills Cop. Ding, ding. It's um, Crazy Frog. (laughs) <laughs> good films oh, absolute cheat and all I'm assuming this is a mix of like films games and shit yeah it's a mix of movies TV shows and games number two Is this? This is a TV show, movie, or game? Uh, yeah, I remember. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a game. It's um, it's a game. See, I've got the answers in front of me, but. I think I put them in the wrong order. Sending <laughs> <laughs> it to Eric Morecambe. <laughs> <laughs> I played all the right notes, but not necessarily in the right order. <laughs> Just need to check um, <laughs> what it could be. <laughs> it's called Song 2 on the file you sent me. <laughs> I'm guessing it's a 90s game of some kind. 
maybe early 2000s. I'm pretty sure it's a movie. It's a new game. No, it's a movie. Oh, a movie. I'm cop. pretty sure it's a movie. Can you give us a year or a decade? Is or it a... Um, never an instant. I think I can do recognize it. Is it a never ending story? <laughs> no. But do, you, do, you, do you know what it is, though? Oh, it's just, that's just not one of the answers on your list. Is there any point in guessing if you don't know? That isn't one of the answers on my list. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we come back to this one? Or? <laughs> come back to that one. I can't can't remember what it is. I can't remember. Okay, song three. I will tell you God's truth. God's truth about myself. I am the son of some very wealthy people. Sadly, they're all dead now. I live in all the capitals of Europe, collecting jewels, hunting big game, painting a little. Oh, this is um, Catch Me If You Can. No, not quite. A decoration. Wolf of Wall Street. So you're on the right track of Leonardo DiCaprio. Great, that's big. Yes, that's He had an extraordinary sense of hope, but I had the uneasy feeling that he was guarding secrets. Is I know what the not- last one is. I know what the last. I know what the last one is now. All right, but what about the second one? Oh. <laughs> uh, no, I definitely I know what the second one is. I know I, I meant previous. I know what it is now. I know what it is. Alright. Well give okay. us some clues. This is a movie from nineteen eighty-three. Terminator. No. It stars Al Pacino. Oh uh, Scarface? Yes, there we go. Oh yeah. Yeah, of course. Number four. TV show. 2008. Malcolm in the middle. No. No. Oh, fucking M. Oh. Very, very popular. Peep show. Not a no. peep show. In between us. In between us. Well done. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> it's so much harder when you don't know the answers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love in between us. That's the name of this episode right there. <laughs> My name is what, it's so much harder. I had an accident and I woke up in 1973 by my mother um, in a coma. Ashes to ashes. Life on Mars. Life on Mars. Well done. On a different planet. Now maybe if I can work out the reason. I listened to that one and guessed that earlier uh, in the day and I didn't even get the answer out that quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Number six. Just admitting that you cheat, Jay. <laughs> I was testing for, for volume. <laughs> Levels. This is a TV show. 2005 it came out. Lost. Not lost, no. 
Um, Numbers. Oh. Prison Break. Prison Break. Well done. Oh, well done. I've not seen Prison Break. No, me. Seen some of it. I believe it's good. It's all right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, was that six then? Uh, oh, fuck no. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. Let's call it six. <laughs> Because I normally label my files with the answer, so I know what they are. <laughs> yeah, that's the one we just did. Okay, seven. Video game, 2008. I wish I could talk to you. Dead space. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about everything. I wish I could just talk to someone. It's all falling apart here. I can't believe what's happening. How many times have you watched that thing? Yes, you really miss her. Don't worry, we're almost there. You'll be able to pick up once we're on board. It's dead space. Oh, well, you didn't say yes. You didn't say anything. I did. I did. I said yes. Oh, I didn't hear you. Did you not? I just heard the word I the name Isaac and the only Isaac I know is from Dead Space. These um next ones they're all from 2008 and they're all video games. Okay. Okay. Beijing 2008. <laughs> Oh, this has got to be condemned too. FIFA 08. <laughs> Ain't seen anything like this before. Jesus, don't let that Here's stop you from smearing it all over no. yourself. Oh, oh I know. Why is that voice? They're changing. God damn it, Bill. Oh, it stinks. <laughs> is it Left 4 Dead 2? It's not two. Left for dead. Left for dead. Yeah. Someone's still alive. <laughs> I don't know why I said two rather than one. I don't know what part of my brain just added a two to the end of it. But... <laughs> oh, God, this is... um. Our American way of life. Fall out for it, yeah, yeah. Yes, well done. Freedom and bacon and eggs. Seems perfect. Last one. Albion. Fable 2. Fable. Last on. Life. It, it, two or one? Light. Two. Two. It's oh, unaware of the darkness that awaits. I'm really looking forward to the new Fable game. I yeah. hope it's not shit. Yeah, I love a good fable. I.e. one and two. Uh, three was all right. Uh, it was all right for a few hours and then it just went shit. Uh, anyway, that is it. All ten questions. Congratulations, hey. John, for uh, guessing the answer to <laughs> the <two. laughs> my own question. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's move swiftly on to topic of the week. It's time for Topic of the Week. 
And topic of the week this week is what... What game comes to mind when you think of the Xbox 360? John. I've already said it, but Saints Row 2 for me. Uh, when I think of the 360, I think of Saints Row 2. Not just because that's probably one of the only consoles that that version actually runs on. But um, yeah, it's it's just a really good game. And I was so excited for Saints Row 2 when it came out that I remember going on to Play.com and um, getting the version where you could have like a customizable printed sleeve sent with it, um, with the game, with like gamer tag printed on the back of the dude's neck. Um, that um, was on the cover. I'm guessing you said sleeve, but it sounded like spleen. Yeah, I heard sleeve as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it didn't come with a spleen. <laughs> that would have been some marketing stunt. <laughs> that would have been <laughs> some marketing stunt. <laughs> Pre-order your game. It comes wrapped in a spleen. <laughs> that would have been incredible. <laughs> but yeah uh it was it was really good it was just uh really nice and it's like pre-order bonus and uh it didn't cost anything extra it was just pre-order the game get this cool like custom sleeve and um definitely said sleeve that time <laughs> and um yeah that that it will probably always remind me of the 360 it's the first game that comes to mind and those are the days when you got stuff without having to pay extra yeah, it was just normal price. I remember it very well. It was normal price, and it was like pre-order it, get this. Don't pre-order it, don't get it. Um, Dan, what um what game comes to mind for you when you think of the 360? A game doesn't really come to mind. Um, it uh, when I think of the 360, um, uh, what comes to mind is my second one, which uh, was a replacement of the first one, which got the three, the, the red ring of death. And uh, because I got that one replaced uh, under warranty, when the second one did it, they, they wouldn't replace that because I'd already had one. So I um, took it apart, uh, changed the thermal compound and put it back together and cut a hole in the case and installed a fan. And uh, yeah, it worked faultlessly from then on. Wow. Until I decided to add some LEDs and uh, accidentally crossed a connection and and then it went pop. <laughs> <laughs> so you just had loads of coloured lights to your three sixty. That sounds uh, terrible. Just subtly inside, so it would glow through the um, right. the hole I'd cut. So it looked like pretty cool. Trail. No, no, <laughs> it, cover the outside of it. There was a lights and shit. <laughs> no, no, it was, it was inside. <laughs> it was inside, so it just kind of glowed blue uh, through the fan hole that I'd cut. How many Xboxes did you all have? How many do you go through? Uh, three. Uh, three or four, probably. Four. I think it was about four. It was five for me. Maybe even more. I don't even. I've got one here, but I don't. I don't even know where it's come from. <laughs> I don't know if it's the one <laughs> I had before. I just. I just. I've had a few three sixes. I ended up buying the um, the the last edition of like the core one the the bog standard basic one and then taking all the bits that made it the pro version and putting that onto it so taking the disk drive out and replacing the bit of gray plastic for the the chrome finished one and things like that well quite the tinkerer aren't you yeah i've just been trying to fix a, a xbox 360 pad because uh, the shoulder button isn't working properly but i can't figure out what's going on it's, it keeps sticking it's not springing back 
So yeah, I I, I do like tinkering with stuff. Desi, um, games wise, I'm gonna say Oblivion mm, because I think I got I think I got that with my 360 when I got my first one. I feel I got my 360 after I'd like moved out of my mum's. I moved down to and moved away. So I think I might have had like a little time where I didn't have a console. Um, and then I got the 360, but played Oblivion just loads, just fucking loads and loads and loads. It would just look forward to coming home from work. Just a time when I was a single man and could just play it for hours and hours and hours. And I absolutely loved it. And then the other, the other game that I had with it, I think, I think when I first got it um, was Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Future Soldier. Oh, that was good. And it was like a there was like the multiplayer games. So I was online with it. It was like the first time really playing multiplayer games on a console where it was where with Xbox Live where it worked well and like a little headset. And it was it was a fucking brilliant game. It was just so much fun to play. Um, and just say the new online experience aspect of it just meant that I, I just absolutely absolutely loved it. Great game. Um, so that that's it. That's it game wise. And I'll tell my Red Rings of Death story. So I remember having a day off, just playing. I had a day off work, and what I always used to do was just book days off work where the missus, whoever that might have been at the time, wasn't <laughs> would be at work. I just wouldn't tell anyone. I'd just take a day off. Um, so I like settle in to put my Xbox on. And then I get the red rings and I'm like, oh my fucking God. I'm just like, oh, I like reading all this stuff, like trying to fix it. And I'm just sat there like just devastated thinking, oh, what the fuck am I going to do? It's actually broken. I can't get it to work. And then I thought, hang on, I'm an adult. I can just buy things now. And I, <laughs> <laughs> I was sat on the floor just like looking at it going, what the fuck? And then I was like, oh, I just like grabbed my car keys, just drove down to Stockport. Just like, one Xbox 360, please. And then just got a new one, got back in. <laughs> and I was like back playing it like within an hour. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not, not going to have one. So it has to be replaced. It has to be immediate. So I think that's when I got the black one. So I just went and bought a new one and plugged it in. And I was like, yay. So yeah, that was my red <laughs> ring of death. I just went and bought a new one immediately. I would have done exactly so the same thing. <laughs> you I do the same thing now if my, if my finger broke. I'll just go get it. Yeah, there's no point uh, fucking around. If something breaks yeah. and it's it's one of your key gadgets, you know you're going to get a new one. Yeah. Just don't fuck around. Just go get it yeah. right now. Credit card, the yeah, fucker. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what, what I do. You? Uh, for me, uh, it was uh, probably two of the games I got with it. I was going to say Oblivion, but you stole that from me. So I'll go with something else. So there's Perfect Dark Zero, which I got with it, mm. which was a day yeah, one got... release. That's what I got. I remember looking at it and thinking, wow, I'm playing a game in HD. This is incredible. Um, it wasn't a great game, but it was in HD, and that's what that's what mattered. Um, and Gun, do you, do you ever play Gun, Western oh, yeah. free roam game? Oh, I really yeah, yeah, enjoyed I think, yeah. it. Yeah, it's a good game. Really yeah. enjoyed it. It was like a, a Western GTA, but not quite as advanced as Red Dead. But um, yeah, his gunplay was really fun. It was a really fun game. I really enjoyed it. So yeah, those two come to mind for me. Yeah, I, uh, games-wise, I guess uh, Burnout Revenge. I know it came out on the uh, the original Xbox first, uh, but I played a shit ton of that game. And um, uh, yeah, Fable Two. Uh, yeah, good shout. 
I, actually, I was looking at the, the, the boxes I've got up here. There's so many games that I played on that thing that were absolutely excellent. Um, such a quality, it was, it was such a good yeah. console for so long. Like Xbox Five, just fucking amazing. Like the, I always felt there was like a difference in turning on like the PlayStation compared to turning on the Xbox. Like it just felt like a more alive system. Like. Yeah, so it's almost like turning on so an engine easy. or something, isn't it? It's like a... It's, it's, hang on, I've got a thing here. It's kind of reminiscent of the THX sort of noise. I mean, yeah, it's not yeah. as loud as it, but... Uh, that noise makes me really happy. <laughs> I know, it does. It's like playing back compact games now. So, like, you've seen that Xbox 360, we're, like, seeing it in, like... 4k now you can see like all the detail in like the light as it shimmers through like the green part of the white globe it's just so satisfying to see it even shiny yeah. now when i play like backwards compatible games proper That's good true. um example of how hd the machine's gonna be yeah. a lovely logo yeah. great logo yeah. considering picking up a ps3 at the moment ah. there's a there's a game i want to play that starts off at like the beginning of the story for near I can't remember what it's called now. Far. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever you are. <laughs> Not near. <laughs> okay, so uh, you people have also responded, so let's hear what you have to say. And now it's your time to shine. It's the community section. Are we doing good? Are we doing bad? We want to know. We want to hear from you. We want to hear from you. And we have heard from Greasy Fish Lips, Marty, who says the Xbox 360 had to be oblivion. Uh, plus community, yeah. friends, and some bloody good games. Yeah, oblivion was probably the game I put the most hours into on the 360, Yeah, and it's, it's also the, the console I've had like the best console community experience with as well. Uh, yes. Probably I don't play consoles so much anymore. It was such uh, a good community hub. Yeah. SLH says the 360 was my first proper console after being weaned on PC games since about 1980. So it's it'll always have a special place in my heart. Dragon Age Origins, one of my favorite games ever. That'll always be associated with it and the crazy G4T Minecraft server running on. Um I think it was Markanix or Parsnips spare Xbox. Plus Halo game nights, total hoot. Yeah, I remember I played on that, the G40 Minecraft server back in the day as well. And it was, there was loads of people from like the VG Hub community that were building cool stuff, much as they are doing now on their Minecraft server. Mm. Um, yeah, but that was a good, that was a good Xbox, a good Xbox time. Yeah, I've been on the new one. Um, I've been jumping in and out. It's good. Um, I remember this original one on the 360 as well. It was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. But yeah, the new one's pretty good as well. How many cocks have you uh, drawn on people's gardens? Fucking shit loads, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I found this enormous crane while I was playing in this like construction area. So straight away, there was a little sign next to it that said um, something like, do not build here, area claim. So I just <laughs> built a dick next to it. <laughs> um, I've stolen shit out of people's chests. Um, and yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, having a, I'm having a blast in there, I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next one comes from Gamer Girl 27 and she says, Game Nights, 
That's when I met loads of you lovely people and many others that became friends. Ah, oh, friends! Many nights spent online playing COD, Battlefield, Peggle, Eat, etc. Never thought when I got the 360 all those years ago it would lead to all this. <laughs> Leroy says the time I got the red ring of death on a day off hang on a minute that sounds familiar <laughs> <laughs> sat around drinking in the morning all day girlfriend at the time came round saw all the empty beer bottles of me looking miserable and thought someone had died though <laughs> <laughs> no, if we're being honest I think the red ring of death is worse <laughs> so you just got to get you got to get up off that arse Leroy and just go get a new one <laughs> yeah. yeah he probably got too drunk to drive down the shop so <laughs> it, was, it was it was reading his that reminded me of my um uh, red rings of death story uh womble wank nope no that's not womble wank womble mk3 time to put my glasses on <laughs> 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 it's great old uncle bulgaria's secret that one. <laughs> forever got to be called womble wank now <laughs> It's such a better name. Um, <laughs> um, Halo Game Nights, they are always amazing fun. The wonderful people I met through the various communities I became a part of. Ah, thanks, Womblewank. Amaranth, Xbox 360, Halo, Gears 1, and lots of fun gaming nights. It, it does, it does, um, thank you for that, Amaranth. It, it does seem that um, the 360 is when a lot of the communities started that lots of people are still a part of today it seems like a lot of those things were born around that area and on the 360 just because of how good xbox Live was because they didn't they weren't born on the uh, ps3 that's for sure nope yeah yeah i had a lot of good friends on the original xbox that carried over but by the time the 360 came out more people had fast internet access and it was just a lot easier for a hell of a lot of people Party chat was just, you know, it was such a good inclusion. Oh, God, you just reminded me of playing Uno with a mate of mine in the States. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> you, you can have the camera, the, the little Xbox 360 camera, and yeah. every now and then someone would jump in and just wave their cock in your face and then bug off. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a fairly realistic ver- version of Uno, then. Yeah. <laughs> yes, thank you very much, everyone who's uh, who's contributed towards that. Uh, next week's topic: What is the best mission in a video game? The best mission That's that you've one, done though. in a video game? Yeah, there should be some uh, interesting responses. Uh, we do have speak pipes. We have three of them, so let's move on to that shit. And the first one is from Derek Sains. Hello, Joyce and Jill. It's Derek Sainz again. And that was the sound of the random subject generator, Weaving is Magic, and coming up with the subject this week of musical instruments. And over the last five <laughs> years or so, uh, I've been buying in uh, charity shops musical instruments, and so far I've got four. Uh, the first two are up in the loft at the moment. Um, first one's a kalimba, which is also known as an African thumb piano. Second one is a small toy xylophone. And the third and fourth ones, which I've got in front of me here, are an acoustic guitar. And 
and a small Yamaha electric keyboard. <laughs> and I bought them in possibly the vain hope that one day I'd be able to play one or even all of them. And I was inspired to buy the guitar by hearing Chinny on the Veteran Gamers playing his guitar. But a couple of questions for you. Um, I'm, I'm always in awe uh, of people on uh, line, mainly on YouTube, who can seemingly play 10 different instruments with ease. Uh, but uh, do you yourself have any uh, talents as far as musical instruments go? And if you could just click your fingers and play one musical instrument like a veteran, which musical instrument would it be? And I think for me, it would have to be the piano. So that's it. I'll just leave it at that. And on that note, or three, keep on podcasting. <laughs> well, this one time in band camp, I, I stuck a flute in my pussy. What was? What did you play? So I just, that's the first thing that, that came to my head when you start talking about musical <laughs> instruments, American Pie. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing that came to your head was Derek Sines sticking the flute up his pussy. No. <laughs> no. My one skill is starting something, saying that I'm going to learn it and do it, that lasting about a week, and then just giving up. So as a result, I have a few instruments around the house, including saxophone which i did play when i was a child but then stopped i also got a guitar a couple of years ago learned that for about three months and then stopped and i've forgotten everything um but if there was one instrument oh we also got a piano but that's a long fucking story we don't have the piano anymore but we got a piano um and tried to learn that but also gave up but if there was one instrument that i could just play flawlessly it would definitely be the piano because there's just nothing cooler than just coming across a piano and i've been at a party or something at someone's house and then there's just a piano and you can just sit down and just bang out some just absolute amazing piano music that's my dream to be able to do that but it's never going to happen because i'm not willing to spend time or effort doing something which is difficult like learning an <laughs> instrument i agree i'd love to be able to play the piano well so that would that would be my instrument. I used to play the drums. I was in a band when I was in high school. We went to Battle of the Bands. Um, we didn't win or come anywhere near the top. Um, we were like a group of 15, 16-year-olds against like men, groups. Uh, we, we even took a day off school. We, we snuck off school to, to compete in this thing. And um, guess who turned up at the actual show? Uh, our teacher. <laughs> oh, no. yeah. so that was interesting um but yeah we soon disbanded after that so that was our moment of fame sort of doing free tracks in front of like a, an audience band? though it was good what was your band called i have no idea <laughs> i, I, I was, can't remember I was... it was that yeah it was that uneventful that could yeah. be that could almost be a good name for a band though listening to the, who's this i've no idea yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> I, I think six, 16 year olds versus men would have a good game yeah <laughs> we're, we're starting a band on here we're branching out we're going to be jay and the joysticks <laughs> i was in a band when i was at school and it was called i couldn't i played the bass in it but i couldn't play it so my friend who played the guitar would just try and just tell me what to do and i would just try and memorize it and we would call the we would call the invisible invisible pole fighters <laughs> okay <laughs> oh shit yeah 
Um, I, I mean, everyone knows from various intros to this podcast that I am very gifted with singing. <laughs> um, but other than that, if I could own any instrument, I'd want to own. Um, do you know what a, a tube is? It's an incorrectly so spelt tube. A tube. A tube. It's hard to say with my Brummie accent, but a dube, a D-U-B-E, is a musical instrument. They're about 300 quid to buy, and it was created by former Aston Villa player and Holmes under the hammer host, Dion Dublin. And <laughs> this is true. I swear to God, this is true. I swear. I'm watching. I'm looking at it now. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like... Um... A companion cube. It's a companion cube-looking thing that is a percussion instrument, and I swear to God, Dan Dublin created it. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's, there's a, something similar. Um, a, a drum that you can sit on. It's got strings in the back, so it sounds like a snare if you hit it in certain places, and if you hit it in another place, it sounds like a, a bass drum. And that is called a cajon, uh, which I think he's just copied, to be honest. But yeah, <laughs> Dion Dublin of all people. <laughs> Dion Dublin. Oh, fair play to him. Fair play. Oh wow, he's even oh, he even owns thedoob.com. Have you? No one else Were you saying that you've played this? No, no. I'd want to. Oh, I've not okay. played one. They're about three hundred quid, and it's not like many. Um, I don't, you know, know anyone that's owned one. I've never been to someone's house and gone, oh. I see you got a tube. Do you play? <laughs> to help you understand a little more, let me explain about the tube and how it developed into what it is today. Whilst at Norwich in 2006, I had a light bulb moment. My passion after football has always been music. In fact, I often say it's something that I've had that's just laid dormant in me for years. During the later stages of my playing career, I visited a hardware shop, bought some wooden nails, went home and just banged them all together. We don't need to write another parody advert. Just read that one. <laughs> How the fuck is it 300 quid? Dude news. No, you just said that all he did was go to the hardware store and bang a fucking few pieces together. I think I'd rather have the, the Cajon from Peru, invented in the 1800s, not by a footballer. <laughs> Bless you. I used to play the violin at school. Um, I played it for about five years. Um, I've still got a couple around here somewhere, uh, but they're knackered. They need uh, servicing. It's sort of falling apart. Uh, I had a bass guitar. I still have a bass guitar, but I can't play it because my pipes froze and there's an electric bass and everything got very damp and all the wiring is fucked. So I need to take it apart and put new pickups in there and stuff like that. As for, yeah, I'd again, a piano, awesome. Being able to just play anything on a piano is a fantastic skill that I'm really envious but I'm going to pick something different because everyone keeps saying piano. So, yeah, bass guitar, because then I can just bring out the funk whenever I want. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I also played the violin in primary school, and my, it ended up... I didn't play it for years, but um, I took it... Me and my, like when we were, like, teenagers, probably about 13, like, I wanted to take it to cash generators to sell it to get some bb guns but took it to cash generators and i was like 13 so he was, so he was like oh you can't sell it because you're not 13 um so what i ended up doing it is giving it to a homeless person so he would go into the shop to buy a, to buy our bb guns because you had to be 18 to buy them <laughs> that's what happened to my violin homeless person 
And I was like, if we give it, it's like, if we give you this, because you don't have any money. So I said, oh, I'll give you this if you go in the shop. I think he was a busker, actually. I think he was a busker, but a scruffy busker. Um, yeah, so I gave <laughs> business with a violin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some G ten repeaters, which we had lots of fun with over the coming months. Nice. Very cool. We have uh, two more, so let's uh let's move swiftly on. Thank you very much, Derek. For your uh randomly generated question. We look forward to the next one. Right, the next speak pipe is from Greasy Fish Lips. Hello. It is I, Greasy Fish Lips. You know the one with the ladies and things. My question to you all would be, what's the best thing you've ever smoked? Respect! <laughs> awesome. John, let's start with you. Um, Weed, probably. I don't know what, what more, um, how else to answer it, really. Um, tried a few of those, like, um, different flavoured vape things. Um yeah um if you want to find out a really quick way to um attract grief from uh chavs and other um delinquents <laughs> in birmingham then um yeah go around with an aroma of strawberries and cream smoke <laughs> behind you <laughs> very quickly you'll attract the wrong attention um but yeah i, I, I suppose that that I'd have to have to be uh, my answer. Um, <laughs> Jay, how about yourself? Uh, well, again, it would it'd just have to be weed. I mean, the only things I've ever smoked are cigarettes and weed. Weed is definitely the most interesting. Uh, the last time I smoked it was in Amsterdam. I went into a brown cafe. Um, I mean, I, I don't buy it from anyone very often. I mean, I've been I've had other people's on occasion, but this is the first time I actually bought it. So I went up to the 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 uh, the counter and it was this huge big Jamaican guy, massive. I hope that's not why you called it a brown cafe. <laughs> it's not a race <laughs> thing. It's what they're called. <laughs> Let's not bring this back. <laughs> but yeah, he had this um this, this stare that would terrify a a, a fucking giraffe. So yes, he had a stare <laughs> that would terrify a giraffe. Um, but yeah, he, he, I sort of went up to the front, really sort of nervous because I'd never done this before, and I was like, um, <clears throat> uh, "Can I have some marijuana, please?" And he was like, he sort of took this pre-made thing and sort of slammed it on the desk. I was like, yeah, "Thank you." Um, so I sort of went to get money out, and then I was like, "Oh, uh, can, can I have something to light it with, please?" Put out this friggin' lighter, and then. Do you know when you tell a story and you realise there's nothing that interesting about the story? <laughs> what colour was the light? <laughs> that was pretty much it. It was just my nervousness about buying off this guy who looked as if he wanted to rip my head off and, and then smoke it. Um, I'm going to cut a lot of this out because this is shit. <laughs> <laughs> in short answer, yes. I went to a, a cafe in... in, in uh, Amsterdam. That's when I last bought it. It was 2006. Nezzy? Um I'm trying to think. I don't think I've smoked it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I did smoke a brisket for like 15 hours a couple of weekends ago to mixed results, but it's not the best thing I've smoked. I've smoked many, many weeds in my time, many, many, many weeds, in lots of different places all over the world, and many different strains. And I'd say one of my favourite strains, probably my favourite strain of weed, is called Wedding Cake, and that's probably the best... One of my favourite things I've smoked, but I have smoked just some lovely, some lovely weeds in, um, in Amsterdam. Like I got like a pre-rolled one that was like super cush. It was like fifteen euros just for a pre-roll, and just had it after like a night out when we went to play to like a thing called Amsterdam dance event, probably about four or five years ago. And it's like a cush, so it's like um an indica so it's one of the ones that like give you like a real body high like the kind of you know that makes you like lie down on the sofa and not move and just had this super cush pre-roll after we'd been out just at the hotel and it was just an excellent quality indica and it was just like my brain is here and i can just not feel my body I'm just, i just could not be any more relaxed as I am right now, so that was that was a great smoke. But um, wedding cake is good if you can get if you can get all of wedding cake. That's a beautiful strain of cannabis. I definitely recommend that. That's my mm. favourite thing that I've smoked. I can't really remember any um, strains, uh, but I do remember one time going to Glastonbury. A friend of mine, uh, he, his brother and his parents lived in Pilton, right near the site of the festival, so they get free tickets. So obviously his parents don't want to go. So his brother gets a spare ticket and his mate, he, and he gets a spare ticket and gave one to me. And uh, that year he was working, he was filming over at the new tent, which is now the John Peel stage. He said, look, we're going to camp backstage, but you've got to meet the guy in charge of letting people in. So I don't get too wasted before you get here. I'm like, all right, fine. So I'm on the train, have a couple of beers. Uh, someone's got a bottle of wine they don't particularly like it so i swap a couple of beers for their bottle of wine so now i have a bottle of wine and um, i pick up a bottle of jd and i think i'll have that once i'm in i won't worry about it and uh, as i'm walking in i'm chatting to these guys and they're talking about how they don't have a ticket and they're going to try to jump the new fence which is the the new massive steel barrier they put up and uh, i was like oh good luck i had a chat with them for a while and then started talking to another chap because they'd run off to the fence and um I tell them about these three guys that I was just ch- chatting to who didn't have a ticket. And as I say ticket, we both look down and there's an envelope on the ground. And we pick it up and it's got three fucking tickets in it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I know who could really do with this. And like, there's three guys. We run up, we catch up with them. And they're like, look, we know we could sell these for a fuckload, but we literally just found them. Do you want to buy them off us? And it was like, well, we don't really have much. And we had a chat. And he said, well, between us, we've got a hundred quid spare and all this weed. And we looked at each other. And he went, right. How about if I take the catch and you take the weed? And I'm like, yeah, all right. So I'm like, brilliant. I've got everything I need to get going. My mate Rich has told me to pick up some weed. I haven't even spent any money, and I've got a shit ton of weed on me. Brilliant. <laughs> So I'm going in and get to the entrance and they're like, uh, yeah, have you got any glass on you? And I'm like, oh, shit, I've got this bottle of JD. He says, well, you can't bring glass in. You're going to have to say, have you got anything I can pour it into? He's like, no. I'm like, fuck. I'm a bit drunk. I'm a bit cocky because I've just had a brilliant day getting to the festival. And uh, so I open the bottle of JD and start necking it. And everyone's looking <laughs> at me and I can hear him going, he's going to puke. He's going to puke. Oh, there's no way he can do that. And I basically neck most of the bottle and then there's a guy who looks like he's from fucking zz top massive beard leather fucking waistcoat all the works and i look at him and i've had enough you have that 
and I go in. As I go in, this guy comes up and goes, oh, do you want to buy some wheat? Do you want to buy some wheat? And I'm like, well, let's have a look, see what you got then. And, <laughs> and yeah, he, he had two bags. One was massive and uh, one wasn't. He wanted you know, 20 quid for the eight. And so I opened the first bag and I could smell oregano and thyme. And I was like, yeah, let's try that. Mm. Like, yeah, I'll take this one. And I was like, yeah, this, this is wheat. I can smell it. It's nice wheat. So I took that and he looked a bit pissed off. Uh, bought it off him. And then I've got to walk all the way across the, the whole of Glastonbury to get to my mate to talk to the guy who's going to let me in. And yeah, I, the, the whiskey started kicking in and uh, I, I smoked a massive joint. And yeah, I got absolutely shit-faced by the time I'd walked across the festival, which is the size <laughs> of Bath. Uh, managed to not be too much of a tit and got to camp backstage for the entire four nights, which was pretty damn good. I spent the rest of the day lying outside in the sun, absolutely fucked off my tits. Uh, it was a good weekend. <laughs> yeah, the way that story was, pro- was progressing, I was expecting you to murder someone. <laughs> no, no. That day, um, because uh, it was like the, the Wednesday or the Thursday, so it hadn't really kicked off, but loads of acts and things were arriving. And I was over by the tent, and I saw this tour bus coming in. And there was this guy creeping, trying to creep, like ducking down, keeping his feet by the wheels, getting past security. Uh, it was, it was, uh, they, they spotted him, chased him. He went running and tripped over a guy rope. But yeah, I, I, I've never paid to go to Glastonbury and I don't think I could afford it now. But, but it was good those times I did go. Wow, I've never been. I'd love to go. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, Too many people for me. I can explain. I can my own. There's like five people there, then I'm go, but tens of thousands of people, not for me. Yeah, same. Same. Me too. Uh, yeah, it's are... more like 150,000. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when I see like, when I see that main field and I just see the people just like in the middle of it, it's like, how the fuck can you be there? Like, I just could not do that. That year we had flushing toilets and showers because we were backstage. Fucking awesome. Wow. Yeah, if it weren't glamping or something, that'd be great. But yeah, just... Mm. Sleeping in your own filth, not so much. Yeah, and, and the long drops. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get a splashback from a long drop. Um, let's move on. We have another <laughs> speak pipe, also from Greasy Fish Slips, and he also says this. Oh, yeah, I forgot my answer. It would be the, the lady at the strip show that I once went to that uh, inhaled smoke somehow into her vagina and puffed it out of her vagina with me <laughs> tooting on the other end. Oh, respect to me. <laughs> I think that answer uh, beats our answers. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to start calling him Smoky Fish Lips. <laughs> that's, uh, that's awesome. Thank you, Marty, for your uh, speak pipe. Legendary. Keep them coming. Right, um, yes, so if you would like to get in touch with us, you can do. You can follow us on Twitter at Joysticks and, uh, nope, Joysticks Chill, at Joysticks Chill. That's what it's called. Uh, Join our Discord. Uh, The details are on our Twitter. It's the pinned tweet. You can join our Facebook group, Joysticks and Chill. Email us, podcast at joystickandchill.com. Follow us on Twitch. Follow us on uh, YouTube, leave us a message on SpeakPipe, and leave us some reviews on iTunes and wherever else you can get uh, reviews and stuff. We want to hear from you. We want to hear from you. We want to hear from you. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. Email, Email us. Podcast.
for the shout-outs. Right, everyone, stop what you're doing and listen to me. It's time for the shout-out, bit. I'm going to shout-out everyone who pleases me. Behold! Let's start with Nezzy this time. Um, okay, so I'll shout-out those who were there during our Sea Thieves gameplay. So that's um, Dan, Heather of Dawn... Leroy and Moles Balls, especially Moles Balls because she showed us all the way and she was great. Um, both Moles Balls and Leroy play a lot in their own little gaming community called Like Minded Gaming, which I also play with those guys. And they've got Discord and they've got Facebook, and it's a really good little community. It's like really inclusive. There's lots there's people from all over the world they've got lots of women on there like it's an inclusive place um so check those guys out um also the veteran gamers i'll shout them out not only for their podcast which i still listen to after all these years but for our little play date that we had um playing poker stars vr um shout out you guys obviously it's great to be back after a couple of weeks of not podcasting um, and I'll shout out Marty as well, so Greasy Fish fish Lips, and me and him have become quite good friends. I messaged him like two, three weeks ago. Um, I just messaged him on Discord, um, and then he messaged me back like straight away saying, oh, do you fancy having a chat? Because I don't really like texting. And the introvert in me just went, oh my God, I have to have a phone conversation with like a complete stranger. But I was like, right, I'm just going to do it. And like, I called him and like, we must have spoke for like an hour on the phone. And like, we probably speak like once a week now. And we have a really good chat and we text. We're like Bud Brothers now. Like he's, so um, yeah, I'll shout him out. Um, yeah, it's been good like connecting with him through this. So yeah. Um, and that's it, I think, for me. What about you, Dan? Who you want shout out? Uh, yeah, first off, um, yeah, the, the guys we played uh, Sea of Thieves, well, that was a blast. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, never really played it properly before. Uh, it was a great time. Uh, Fraser from the Seal podcast dropped into the chat the other day. Uh, had a quick chat with him. So, uh, that was that was cool. And, uh, of course, everyone that's um, kind of replied to it, you know, all the usual stuff. Um, so I've, got a, I've got parts of a controller in my hand at the moment. I'm just screwing it back together. I fixed it. Um, so, yeah, that is um, Derek, um, Greasy Fitch, Lips, Womble Mark Three, Leroy, GamerGirl27, SLH, Greasy, oh, we've said Greasy Fitch, Lips. Uh, and I think that's about it. So thank you all for getting in contact. John. Okay. Um, I want to shout out you guys, Tess and Sophia, Mac, who is the um, fantastic guy who created OGRPG, and I'm going to shout out Womble Wank as well. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, Jay. Uh, I will shout out Chinny. He, uh, he made a, a comment on the podcast recently, the Veteran Gamers, that he particularly likes this sound effect. The medium! Apparently he loves that and he bursts out laughing every time he hears it. 
So, Chinny, this is for you. The medium! Uh, I'll also shout out Stu for his uh, great mixing uh, that we've been playing in the restaurant quite recently. Um, fortunately, when the owner is in, then he likes his own mix to be played, but um, we do try and play the other stuff when he's not in. Also, shout out uh, Duke for no particular reason, other than I've just shouted out Stu, Stu and Chinny. It just seems a bit odd not to shout him out. Duke for being Duke. Um, also, Marty and Derek, thank you very much for the speak pipes and everyone else who's contributed to the show. Uh, many apologies that we weren't here last week, um, but you know, stuff to do, stores to open, uh, restaurants to open, interviews to go to, etc., etc. Life Beer to drink. Beer to drink. Life is starting to get in in the way a bit, and because I'm back full time, there may be occurrences in the future where we 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 you know we can't do week after week. Or at least we can't all do week after week. But we will uh, do this as often as we humanly can. Because um, I think we all enjoy it so damn much. It's such a fun thing to do. And it's it's quite therapeutic. It's just nice to just get together and talk shit for uh, two hours. So, yes, thank you very much, everyone, for listening to us again. Please join us next time. Could be next week. Could be whenever. Whenever it is. Um, yes, thank you very much for listening. And good Bye! Where's the fucking clip? There it is. Thank you for listening to the Joysticks and Chill Podcast. Don't forget to join the Discord. See you next time. It's weird. One of his characters is a sniffer dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to